Welcome back, everybody, to Phil's Recap and Review, The Walking Dead, Season 6, Episode 14, Twice as Far. And you know what? I was really starting to like this Dr. Denise. Her entire were cute, but I was morbidly excited about the way she got killed because she wouldn't shut the fuck up! But a huge goodbye to her. I thought she was one of uh, my favorite characters this season for a funny standpoint. And right there with Eugene and Abraham as, as best lines. Kind of right there. She was really funny one-liners. But, but I can most definitely, almost certainly... I would bite a motherfucker in the dick for Katie and Joe Dirty Locks, who are with me tonight. Joe Dirty Locks, Katie Crow, welcome to the show tonight. I would bite a dick for you to save you. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Now, if you it. want to put that shit in my face and threaten my life, I'm biting that shit right off. Oh, my goodness, me. There will be, there will be no blowjobs at gunpoint. Holy. It might go in and they coming back out again. And I'm did dying you, with that thing in my mouth. And did you guys notice the foreshadowing in the earlier part of the episode when we see a walker with a pipe through its mouth, and then later on, Eugene gets a whole mouthful of pipe? pipe through his mouth. Nice, Phil. Oh my goodness, what an episode, everybody. Welcome to Wait this week's... Shadow, Phil. Way to pull that out. <laughs> Thank you, that was out of my ass. Welcome to the Walking Dead recap, everybody. And... Obviously, welcome to the number one people, the great folks in the motherfucking issues chatter are already chatting, been chatting through this whole fucking episode. Great to see all of our good friends, Al, Red Sox fan, Tim, Richie, Bill, Sam, Corey. Oh my gosh, Phil shaved. Yes, I did. I've, I'm bare as a baby's ass on my face. And not that dead bloody baby that Denise saw. I'm clean and bare, <laughs> motherfucker. So we are here, uh, and if, if you... should get Denise's other eye. I know, they should, they should do an Agreed. operation. And everybody, if you want to reach us and jump in the live chat, if you're watching us live for the very first time, jump into the live chat. Please subscribe so you can join us for the last couple of weeks of The Walking Dead and get to the finish line here and see how this season finishes up. You can also always email me at igotissuesman at gmail.com or you can tweet me at igotissuesman, tweet Joe at DirtyLocks or you can oh, yeah. call in once the phone lines are open and I will let you know when that happens at 781-990-8509 and you can call right now and leave a voicemail or text message. So all of those ways are the ways that you can reach us tonight. Here is another episode of The Walking, another official episode of The Walking Dead. And I, I like this episode personally, uh, I think more than, I've seen, been looking at the chat a little bit and seeing what some people thought of this episode. I really enjoyed this episode, mainly because we got more Eugene and Abraham, which I feel like they've been sorely missing this season. And I love everything that we got with Eugene and Abraham tonight. You know, you know what I really liked about it? I gotta say that my favorite thing about it was it felt the most horror genre-like. The shit with Denise, with her approaching the door in the apothecary and seeing the, the pool, the, the the tub with the kid's sneaker in it, and the and the, the noises before that, and there was another moment too with the with the, her going over to get that uh that uh, container cooler. and the, the cooler in the, the cooler. car yeah. for the orange crush. It just the scenes they filmed around her felt to me like a horror movie. Like when she was approaching that door with the knife in her hand, it was such like a... a All a, anticipation. Yeah, like the, you could see the knife going towards the door, like towards the crack of the door and shit. Like it just, it had moments of real like a uh, horror genre to me for some reason. The way it was filmed, the way the way this episode was put together surrounding Denise and shit. Yeah, so. I, it was a slow episode and you knew it was going to be from that intro. 
but it was good. It was and really good. And when it got to the action, it was quick, it was surprising, and... It was funny. It was also good. really funny, and I feel like this back half of the season of Walking Dead, while this might be my favorite eight episodes of The Walking Dead in a group ever, uh, close... Because I really am entertained by all these episodes, and I feel like the show's funnier than it's ever been, and I think it's getting us ready for a lot of cool stuff that's going to be to come in this season. I, I'm, I'm really pumped and excited for this season, for these last two episodes of The Walking Dead, and seeing how everything concludes, and our, our, our carrying point into the next episode on this particular episode was Carol, and, Carol leaving town. Joe, you said something in our pre-show about that, about Carol leaving town. Uh, yeah, it, did they just not, they, she got like some project to do over the next year or something where walkabout. They, they, they don't want to, I don't know, maybe they just don't want to kill her in case they want to bring her back again. I, I, like, I don't understand, like, this is, it just seems we've, we've, we're coming like weird circles with her, like, <clears throat> more like, like a vortex or something, not really a circle, like, she's just, I don't know, weird. Weird for the Walking Dead. So I think I'm it leaving. makes sense in in terms of like she said in the letter she was sent away, and so she kind of disconnected from humanity, <laughs> from relationships, and so when she came back because she felt like she had to to save her friends, she continued to be disconnected mm. until this point. Well, she we know she wouldn't kill in the past. We know that that she wouldn't do what needed to be done to save anyone else in the past. She wouldn't save herself, and she wouldn't save her daughter from, from Ed, right? Then she has this big epiphany, I, and she's uh, killing people and different. burning bodies in the prison and shit. Then she's on a walkabout. She comes back. She kills all the people at Terminus. She helps kill all the way up until last week, and now she's like, yeah, I can't kill for you people. She's having this big Morgan yeah, epiphany or something. Oh, it's that. Morgan's fault. It's real. Let's blame Morgan's fault. And let's jump in the chat. You have to kill for people. You, you're either going to have to kill for yourself and kill for your family, or you don't kill at all like Morgan, and that's bullshit. Well, that's Man, why she this, left. Yeah. She feels like to be a part of this community, she has to have her mojo, and she doesn't. So she's leaving because she can't do what she would need to do. <laughs> Good, very good point, Kate. Let's jump in the chat for a quick second. Right, Corey says, so I have a new theory. You know how we always see these dead bodies with baby stuff surrounding them? Judith is the serial killer. I'm pretty sure about this. Oh, Bill's, oh yeah, she's the sleeper in there. Bill says, you'd, you'd better be trying to pick up a turd by the clean head. Oh, God, I love the, <laughs> yeah, the turd. Right? And, oh, Abraham. Abraham Ab with his shitisms. Is they, were, they were having a battle of the one-liners. They was excellent. Chip Chipperson says, Denise looks like every girl I tried to get my dick sucked on fish tour. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh my yeah. goodness shut the fuck up joe a couple of shut the fuck ups joe morgan is a virus says critch it uh infested her morgan came to shawshank in the spring of 42 <laughs> yeah spring of 42 <laughs> nothing was quite the same once uh once he, he joined shawshank uh oh hannah says hannah says welcome to the show hannah uh i love carol but if she gets someone killed for her i'm gonna be so fucking mad Eric says, right. do you like, it's just, it seems like, yes, I did, Eric, by the way, go, Joe, sorry, have to have learned, like, and she says to Daryl, right before she leaves, as soon as you said it, I knew you were right, like, yeah. he is right, so what the fuck's That's your the problem? Point. That's why she left, because he's right, and she can't do it right now. No matter where she is, she's gonna have to do it, whether it's for herself, and, 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 she's only gonna get herself them. killed, not other people. That's killing to point. protect the village or oh the town is killing to protect herself. And if she's out there in the world alone, 
she's still gonna have to kill to protect herself. But at least if she can't, it's only her that's in danger. Mm, very interesting stuff. And we're starting off in a great point. So everybody, we're gonna get into this episode, talk about this episode, go through it all. And thank you so much, everyone that's decided to join us tonight for a fucking awesome night talking to The Walking Dead. So everybody, Terry Chan says, why don't they just let her leave? That's confusing me. It's not like uh, she's yeah. taking a child or Carl or something. Uh, no, no, and that, if you want to fucking leave, too. you can leave. Right, they're in a fucking prison. Go. Get out. Like you want to go? She's doing Bye. what she feels she needs to do for herself and for the community. They may not like it, but... No, and that's just it. I don't like it, but she wants to leave. Fine, leave. I get no problem with her leaving. Uh, like, for whatever her reasons, she can leave. You can leave. That's not my, my issue. My issue is I just don't like... I finally liked where they were going with, with her. I finally liked the character she had become. And now it's like... Yeah, I don't, I don't like why they're taking but like, oh, it's completely understand. It's human. Feels stupid. Tim, Tim, we'll get to that in this very special podcast for that. And uh, Chris says, at least they have a system for wall guards and watchers. Uh, Terracha does not like Carol. Maybe she's jumping off a sinking ship. Maybe that's where she's going real crazy. Uh, uh, someone says, baby face. Yeah, I'm baby face McCoy tonight. Baby face McGill. Brian says, Carol writes to Tobin as opposed to Rick. I just don't understand this. Uh, hi, Brian. Oh, hey, Brian. How's it going? I don't love her, but I do have a beef with her fucking up everyone else's shit. Eric says, I I did you guys talk about Dwight in ep episode six? I don't remember. We talked about him in that episode. Uh, part of, the, because of the subtitles, I knew that the character then's name was Dwight, but he was in an episode, I forget the name of the episode. Burn Forest episode that they talk about yeah, they right talk, in the beginning. They He's talk the about that. that it was with the two girls in the forest that ended up robbing Daryl of his. And he still got Daryl's yeah, crossbow. Yeah, 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 he has the crossbow. Absolutely. So that motherfucker. And are they going to bring Carol back and put her in Morgan's jail cell? Very interesting stuff. So speaking of Morgan's jail cell, that's kind of where we begin. We open up to the garage door opening. And I, at first I thought it was Denise, but it was actually Olivia as she's counting the jars of food. And we're in Alexandria. And I got to say, this beginning segment, the way it was all edited together with the Groundhog's Day-ness of it all, I really, I actually re really like the way that this was all edited with music and, and put together and the, re the repeat and then it coming back together at the end of the other side of the sandwich. It was a very yummy sandwich for me. I, I, I really liked this episode. And, and, and can, I, can I say this? A little bit of a lesson to be learned here too, Phil, in that um, yeah, uh, double tap, I guess, is the lesson, is the rule. They burned these motherfuckers on the kill floor and didn't go in and put down the zombie bodies. We know from Carl that you don't leave a zombie, you put it down. We know that you don't let bad guys leave so that they can come back and get you. So why not wait for that fire to die down? Make sure you go in there and make sure all those people that you tried to burn alive are actually fucking Ooh. dead. Anime Perspective says, calling it now, Carol lied and is going on a solo mission to kill some of these Negan boys. Welcome, and Anime Perspective. Carol's going out to do it, and then Rick's going out to hunt down Carol. And is going to end up in it, and it's going to be Carol, Daryl, and Rick. <laughs> and his brother, Larry. <laughs> and my and other brother, brother, Larry. Larry. <laughs> so, everybody, I just want to say, for uh, and before we get too far into the recap for the beginning of the show, I want to let a couple people, if anyone wants to call in right now, the phone lines will be open. We can take a couple calls, 781-990-8509, before we get into our full recap. So, uh, so yes, if anyone wants to call in right now, the phone lines are officially open. Uh, let's jump in the chat for a second, Carl. Uh, Shane is the Punisher with two different things. We will talk about that. We are going to be doing a, uh, doing a Daredevil podcast. We're not going to talk about Daredevil today right now, but uh, we will be doing a podcast on that. 
So quickly, uh, Tim, welcome to the show, Tim. Yeah, I just wanted to say a shuffle podcast show. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Thank you, my friend. Have a, we'll talk to you soon. And uh, good good point. Very good point. I think Katie loves that point. That's, <laughs> yeah, really that's Katie's like. favorite point in the entire episode. <laughs> entire show. Welcome, buddy, SMB, SMB Down. What's going on? Not much. Hey, how are you? I'm doing good. Hey, you think it's a... Uh, a bigger loss to the. Uh, you think it, um, you think the doctor like dying is a bigger loss to the group than Abraham potentially being able to make bullets for them? Good, good question, and I would say that they never should have let the doctor out of the town. We're gonna get into that in a few seconds when we get to her asking to go I out. Doctor's a prisoner. And uh, welcome, caller. How's it going? Good. How are you doing, Joe? Doing well. How about yourself? Uh, I have a question for you. Do you think if they're going the same route they went with Tyrese with Carol, that they're going to end up ruining her catcher and killing her off? Absolutely, yes. Ooh, Joe, Joe has a quick answer for you. That's, like, that's how absolutely. I'm already feeling. Like, if you remember, if you watch back at any of the shows we did out, uh, concerning Tyrese's, like, epiphany. Oh, my fucking Lord shit. Like, that. this is exactly how I felt then. Like, I feel like they take strong characters that have already had real moments of weakness and sorry and gonna disconnect dude take the other call no and have changed and it shows that it's not really a change <laughs> as much as it's just like one second kelsey some it's, shit. it's fluid yeah it's not, change is fluid no finite but... <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to hear about you changing your diaper joe welcome kelsey what's going on buddy Fluids. hey so um i you know from the way that they were going they were built, clearly building up a parallel between Eugene and Denise, so I kind of figured that one of them had to die. Mm. But I'm not so sure I'm happy with the choice. I mean, mm. we just got Denise, and this is something that The Walking Dead continues to do. They continue to, like, show new characters, and then give them one episode and build them up and then immediately kill them. I'm kind of getting tired yeah. of it. Ooh, good. But I love this episode overall. Good, good, good call, buddy. And the phone lines are officially off right now, everybody. Uh, good, 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 good point and good thing. I that's what I meant to say at the beginning. I didn't mean to sound kind of curt with it. If I if I sound that way, I actually really like Denise. She's one of my favorite of the new Alexandrian characters. I like her one-liners. I like the actress's portrayal. I'm gonna fucking miss her on the show. I like her better than some of some of the uh, some of the other people that didn't die. You can fucking fucking kill in the ones that I really like. I haven't seen. I haven't seen Aaron all fucking season. Where the Fuck's Aaron. I'm sorry. I'm, 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 I haven't not been liking this season, but I really love Aaron, and I feel like I haven't been getting... assault, and he stood up, and he said he was yeah, down he, with the assault. Yeah, so but, he said five words. He yeah, said five words. I, but Denise is, yeah. Denise is our newest character. But to go to the second to previous caller that said the thing about Tyrese, I was getting Tyrese vibes all over Denise tonight. From the very beginning of this episode, when we had so much focus on her, when she's looking at the kids' pictures, and looking at things like yeah. that, I was like, Denise is a fucking goner tonight. She is a fucking yeah, goner. Look at children's pictures. That's mm-hmm. it. That's just that's yeah. Welcome, welcome, Brown Sugar. We a, she got some cojones. I was psyched we were getting a, a focus episode, kind of, kind of with Denise, where we learn a little bit more about her character. Mm-hmm. I really liked yeah. her. You should have, you should have known, Joe. Once you get that, she's fucking dead. There's no surviving yeah, no, that no, shit. And that's kind of what I, I really appreciated that that they didn't give us like the full episode, like. They were in the middle of one of the moments I loved about Denise, Character like this speech. Oh, dude, she was, was. She was getting to do what she does. Like that's her. She's a psychiatrist, yeah. not a surgeon. And she was letting out some fucking shit there, breaking some shit down. And it was very unexpected. And out of nowhere, I 
really dug it. Sam really Pictures it. says, just a great point, Joe. I really dug it too. Sam Pictures says, Aaron brought them to Alexandria. He should be more important in the story other than just that. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yes, He's uh, their ambassador, so to speak. Bill, and, yeah, and Daryl connected with him. Absolutely, absolutely, Katie. They had a bond that I hope was explored more. <laughs> Bill says, remember when Tyrese died, he saw the pictures of the twins? And Denise and Dennis were twins. Illuminati oh. confirmed. Ooh. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're inside the looking glass here, people. Holy shit. Robert, oh, so a couple people in the chat said, uh, actually, we, the reason why Denise was killed is we uh, we can only have one doctor per show quota. They needed to, they yeah, couldn't, they, they can't. Have, they introduced him last two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. They, get, they have to kill. I feel like I know where that's going because of comic spoilers, and I don't want to go there, but I feel like they needed to to just talk around this for people that know what I'm talking about. I feel like because of certain things that need to happen with a couple of other characters, they need to get that character out of the way to make a reason, an actual excuse for characters to do something. I hope that was vague enough. Okay, so let's move on before I spoil something for somebody. I bet if people that know what I'm talking about might understand that, or you, I might just like a complete horse's ass. Either way, I'm okay with it. So the episode way, it made no sense to me. Good. They got to they got to do I stuff with I some characters exactly so they can do stuff with other characters later. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Joe, the guy needs to do the thing. I got the guy with the stuff and the place and the thing duty. Duty. And duty. once he's done with that, the other guy will duty, come in and do uh... the thing that he needs to do to get things done. Duty. So, uh, welcome, ladies of House Teflon. It's great to see you. What do you think Dwight's balls look like now? I think they are a fucking mess. Denise was getting on my last nerves as 1998 champions. Her walking off and such falling behind. That was the stupid move. When she decides to go off, I, I was like, Joe's somewhere cursing this woman right now. Why are you walking off the path? Stay on the path on the tracks, dumbass. No, no. Here's the thing. Uh, Come with me, Daryl and Rosita, the t two of the most knowledgeable people. Like, take me out for my first time. Oh, why don't we take the tracks? Not a good idea. So why would you take them on the way back? The idea is to teach people how to be safe at all times, not to say, oh, I feel bad because you cried. Let's go take your shortcut. No. I mean, I'm kind of glad they did because we got to see Eugene bite someone's fucking dick. But there's some but bad mojo with those tracks. I mean, I, if I was Daryl, I would stay off the tracks. Pe don't look at kids on. Don't look at pictures of kids on walls and don't go on the tracks. Yep. Here's the thing: there's a lot of little shelters along tracks, little bridges, overpasses, overhangs, ambush spots, roads cross them, cross sections. There's too much bad yeah. shit. You know that people are going to want the the most direct path from A to B, and that is the reason why people are arrested all the time crossing the country you can't take the train mm. tracks and that's the place that people no go first in. it's a straight fucking shot wherever you're going no like lefts and rights and windy turns to go around shit no the railroad just went through whatever the fuck it wanted when those tracks went down so it's a straight line that's where all the travel is going to happen <laughs> that's where all the signs tell for everybody to go on terminus that's where all the bad shit is. You stay off the fucking railroad tracks. You stay off the beaten paths. I ain't going down no tracks. That's Daryl saying, not just railroad tracks, anybody's fucking tracks, unless I'm tracking them to kill them. No, you don't fucking follow tracks. Tracks are what, where the travel is. You stay off that. You stay out of the beaten path. You stay on the side so you don't get fucking ambushed and killed, period. That's why we're not taking the tracks on the way to the apothecary, and that's why we're not taking them on the way back. Bam. We will take the long road home because that's how we stay safe. 
Oh, yes, the chats agree with you. Daryl was right. Uh, then take the tracks after. What the fuck? Says, uh, as soon as they stepped on the train tracks, I knew one of them was a goner, says Hannah. Yeah, he uh, knew she, it as soon as he said it. Eugene, the cock merchant. His balls look like a chew toy, says Alred Suckspin. Brian says, Tara was absent from this Denise-heavy episode. We should have had a reaction to Denise's death. I was hoping we were going to get it at the end of the episode. Because yeah. when, we, st- when, we, when right. we had eight minutes left at the end of the episode, I was like, okay, we're going to definitely get a Tara reaction to this at some point. Yeah. And we, did, we didn't we didn't get any Tara. So yeah, Sam Burbia says, I think Daryl began to feel safe like everyone else in Alexandria. That's why after a few days they stopped having uh, armed lookouts. But at the end of the episode, they armed themselves again. And Tara Chan says, yes, where was Tara? And no Tasha Yar. Where was the Tasha Yar signal? Yes. Maybe Kirk. Oh my gosh, Bill. Maybe Kirk was raped by a doctor in a trade yard, and that's why. And that's why he kills some doctors. That's why he has the doctor. Uh, he bit the stones and pillar and removed it from root to stem. Holy shit! No, no man. I'm serious. You. And there's no, there's no fair fight, man. You bite the dick off. You bite the dick off. That's what happens. It just reminds me of that South Park. It reminds me of that South. I'm sorry, Katie. Go. I just have to say, like, that had to be a very big, deep chomp because that dude was wearing jeans. <laughs> and you know, we all know, like, the fly part of the jeans, it's layered, it's thick. Uh, like, wow, Eugene. Oh, uh, but you're, Bill- you're going in, you're going in mouth wide open, everything you can fucking get. And people wear their pants baggy, too. So, like, mm. it's really kind of lucky he got in there good and got what he was <laughs> oh he for. got in there good bill has a good point Tar- tara was gone remember she went on a trip with heath last episode okay good thank oh. thank you for Where did they go last episode they I mentioned they do oh, re- yeah that's why she said i love you yeah they do mention that 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 did right. that did happen thank you bill where were they going I thought they were going on like the raid. They know. said they had a mission to go after the raid. They talked to they talked about that because remember Denise said I I can go with you if I want. In in the last episode or two episodes ago, Denise said I can't leave town because I'm like the doctor and stuff. So and now I, she's like I need to leave town. Now I need to leave town. What the? F- okay, sorry, Denise. Well, yeah, they were I going on a two week run. Yeah, I I totally remember that. They were going on a two week run. They said. Yep. I, I think that's what they were kind of establishing with all those scenes of just the drudgery of daily life. And yep. Things are slow and quiet. And they're getting lax on their security and blah, blah, blah. Ned, it's Ned Ryerson. Yep. Ned. I agree, Chip, man. These missions don't make any sense to me either. Like, uh, Eugene's does. Not until they set you, the, they Eugene's mission makes a lot of sense. Like, Eugene's mission makes no sense. We're going to go. I'm going to take Abraham out alone. We're going to go into town. We're going to check out this. No, no, no. I didn't say the execution of his plan makes sense. The plan to make more bullets is a smart plan. No, that's that's brilliant. Absolutely. That that's brilliant. But like, let me go out there with with you, Abraham, just to check it out instead of running it by everybody, because I'm sure how has anybody not been thinking about we need to start making bullets and you don't need a fucking factory in a town you can do that shit mm. in your basement people do that shit in their basement i trust now they pack their own in fairness shelf. i trust eugene that that was the best situation i don't know i thought the That's, eugene no. i, I mean, thought he's the thinking eugene... about like melting like this massive quantity of lead and like make opening up a manufacturer mm. fucking shop when that's not what they need they need to be packing bullets but they're not going through them at a thousand clips a day they're going Hopefully. you know like they have time to they don't have to like be traveling back and forth to this town or they can bring it up to Rick. They can make an actual scouting party. Go okay, out, okay, okay. Okay, uh, Chip, Chip, said, Chip says, I trust Joe. What, what are you going to say, Katie? 
I was just, I think they're good. He's thinking of using it as actual currency too. Mm, good, good yeah, point. With, you know, with the hill top and shit uh, like that. That's, but with that's other fine too, but too, which is what their gr- ultimate uh, goal is. I, 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 I like goal is to stay alive. It's to not Joe. Okay. Okay. Joe, I'll, I'll just say, I liked, I liked Eugene. I personally liked Eugene's plan. I there's bigger things to argue about later. Okay. So, listen, so the, listen, f- if you're a potential enemy, I ain't selling you fucking bullets. Bullets are mine, and I'm going to shoot them at you is the only way you're going to get them. Sure. Mm-hmm. Good point. Good point. Okay, so the episode starts up. We get the flowery acoustic music, and it's a nice day in Alexandria. Gabriel, uh, Father Gabriel's looking all badass with his gun, walking through. Uh, Eugene and Sasha give each other the look. Hi, Ned. Ned Ryerson. How's it going? Uh, we see <laughs> we see Carol sitting on the porch, smoking butts on Tobin's porch. Then we see Morgan, and we see what his metalworking was. He was making a cell. A prison cell, and him and Rick are gonna talk. And guys, I'm trying something a little new tonight. Let's try to play the quote, the scene. Let's see. Morgan. What, Morgan? You fucking dumbass. Talk. Why? 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 Why, Joe? Why? I, I don't It'll know, give but some choices next time. It gives him choices next time, he said. Okay. Yeah, so, you see the look Rick's give, Rick gives him after that is, what dumbass. There's no, nobody's coming to the cell. Yeah. They're either coming as a member or they're dying on the way here or out there. Yep. Morgan says it gives us some choices. But, I mean, I don't completely – maybe we might be on polar on some opposites tonight, Joe. Because, essentially, I – this is the smartest thing Morgan's done in a long time. I don't think a I, ja- I don't think a jail cell is the stupidest idea to have. Someone in the community could end up in there Correct. at some point for whatever reason. No, no, it's not. It's not the worst thing in the world to have is a jail cell, and you may come across people that you don't fully trust yet. And I think if anybody's coming to town, they're spending a few days in the cell, no matter what, no matter what, period. Yeah. Uh, no matter who we think you are, or how nice we are, or how many of you there are, you're all go pack. We'll pack you in there. Yep. <laughs> you know? And but you will spend a couple of days in there until, and we'll listen, and we'll listen, and we'll listen, and we'll listen, and we'll wait for someone to say we should kill them and take their shit, and then we'll just burn you alive. Because like we've we did gone insane from the heat and the smell in this cell, and we can't stand it anymore. Oh. Oh my goodness. So, okay, so oh. so the loop continues the same day after day, cool editing, cool music. And uh yes, you are you are right about that KLC. We're going to test that out tonight. Tonight's a test out. We're going to see what kind of uh, copyright situation we fall into tonight. But we're doing it. I'm just playing the quotes and we're kind of I'm not going to be playing the whole episode. I'm just going to be playing some lines from the episode to talk about in an analytical ma- matter. So, I'm going to challenge it. I'm going to see if we see what we can get away with tonight. So, the day after cool editing, uh, the same old routine, except this time Tobin kisses Carol and she's squeezing her rosary beads as we get to see Rosita getting dressed. Oh my goodness. Oh golly. She looks great. Uh, yeah. Anyways, let's skip over that before I sound like too, too much of a pig. So she, yep, she's making stupid decisions. She's banging Spencer. That cracker-eating shit is fucking Rosita. Okay, is it a bad choice, or are we just sour grape assholes because we're because we because like Spencer gets to be with that? 
Spence, well, I'm celebrating assholes because Spencer gets to be with that, and I'm fucking fuck Spencer. He's a weasley little fucking cracker thief. His history isn't great. His history is not great. And she's, well, I mean, he's obviously her rebound story. She must love dicks, though, because, I don't know, Eugene did that horrible thing to her last time, and now she's eating the the cracker, bitch. I don't know. Done. Horrible. Horrible stuff there, yes. Rosita, what did you do? Yes, My Rosita, you're supposed to come over here, Rosita. Come on, no, but whatever. Rosita's getting some, trying to get over the Abraham thing, and you can tell oh, she's yeah. she's girl, not girl sure power. what she's doing. And I like how she turned around. She's like, fine, I'll give you a date. I'll give you a date to see if you're worth it. So then we go off to Daryl. <laughs> to get you off my back. To get you off my back. To get you off my like, back. She knows he's not worth it. She was. She even looked annoyed and disgusted. No, no, no because here's it. the thing. Like, she went to go get some power for herself. And he's all like, well, what's up? Are, are we now a thing or are we just fuck friends? So now she's got a choice. They can be a thing. And then that's not what she wanted. She didn't want to be like right back onto somebody else's, uh, not you know, whatever, heel. That's not really how I mean it. But like, and then she doesn't also want to give this dude the power and be like, yeah. Muy caliente, Bruce. Muy caliente. herself a little bit, I guess. <laughs> You know, uh, not really. It's still powerful for her. It's still like, do whatever you want. Like, I'm not saying that. Hannah it's says Rosita's or accent. Or friends or anything, but I'm saying like, it, it just, I don't know. She, I wouldn't want to be like, let's just be fuck friends after a night, after that night. Hannah says Rosita's accent's so sexy. When she told Dwight her name, I questioned my sexuality for a minute. Yeah, she's fucking ridiculously like, right. When she goes, my name is Rosita. You're just like, oh my God. Rosita. Oh yeah, you are. Yeah, you are, motherfucker. Okay, so then our next scene is we go off to Daryl, who's looking at an <laughs> army man, and Carol is talking about, oh, you got your bike back. That's really great. As we get into our number four cue. Let's try this. So then we get Carol. Those people you met, ones in the burnt forest, they took it from you? Yeah. Should have killed them. Should have killed those motherfuckers. Saved them, right? Because that's the kind of person you are. Do you do you agree? Do you agree that Daryl should have killed those people? Yep. Yep. Daryl should have totally fucking killed them. We keep Still learning this. Uh, like on this show, in in particular, we keep learning this lesson. You don't leave people alive. No. No. You just can't. especially once they've proven themselves to be dishonest or just dangerous. You don't. Well, Daryl probably would have went and tracked them down after he found that oil truck. But he kind of found the oil truck, wanted to get that back, ran into those fuck fa- uh, Rosita and Abraham, and then those fuck faces, and then shit kind of went down, you know. So he didn't have quite the chance to go track them down yet. But I'm sure it was on his list of things to do. Yeah, you're on shit. You're in Daryl shit list there, right yep. there. He's still thinking about how he should have killed that motherfucker, <laughs> but he wanted to be all nice because the girl had asthma or some shit or whatever the fuck was going on. Well, they played. They played vulnerable, and he's a sucker for that. Yeah. So he's a nice guy. He's got a big heart. He yeah. does have a big heart, and ultimately, it's interesting that this world has made Daryl have a big heart. I'm not sure if he had a big heart when he was just Merle's brother. He, I think he did. He just couldn't express it. Yeah. Hmm. Good point. He felt felt deeply, and not and not hate. <laughs> It was seen as a weakness. Someone in the, sorry, someone in the chat says Rosita gave Dwight a boner, and that was enough for Eugene to bite. That was a big enough bone for Eugene to uh, to get a grip on. It was all a part of the elaborate plan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! Well, fucking like, amazing. Oh my, like I just can't stress enough how you don't put that thing in someone's face when you're threatening to kill them. 
Yeah, you, you, you be careful of things like that. So, uh, so then we get another loop, and it's the same, but a little bit different. <clears throat> Excuse me. We see Carol smoking a cigarette, and I don't like this Carol smoking shit. It really bothers me for some reason. I don't care. It's just, it's hard to watch. Well, so she's sitting there, and she's smoking, and then we get our intro music, our Game of, our Game of Thrones, our Walking Dead intro music. Sorry, I'm thinking about... You know, Corey, the many face goth. Sorry. No, they don't play shit, Katie. They were, they were just weak. It's just that Daryl is a moron, says Tim. Oh. No, no seriously. You, like, no, this bringing people back to the town thing has got to be on hold for quite a while. They got to sort a lot of shit out. Like, yeah, it's good to see them doing some sort of weird guard work and, like, yeah, but then they trading get off on the off wall. As things get slow and comfortable. Right. They you know, are not working smart they are not protecting their home they haven't established the protections and the plans they need for just in case they need to take care of where they are before they start trying to branch out and establish other relationships the fuck are you going on a two-week fucking... mission for yeah. why are you sending two people out to go away for two weeks what was important joe, enough to do that joe that drugs so drugs the final frontier these are the voyages of the we want to get high no, but I agree. What the fuck? Like, why were they? Why were they going out? They didn't have to go out get those drugs. I think, I don't know. I don't know. And we'll, we'll let's get into the let's get into this a little bit as we're getting more into the episode. We get back and we see a walk with a pole through its mouth, and then we see Abraham and Eugene walking out as as uh, they head out. And Denise looks at a piece of paper and she goes to town to talk to these to talk to these fuckers. And we get this shit going on. And I gotta say, this is like two years into The Walking Dead. A store with the label At Apothecary, least, yeah. not that far away from where there seems to be all this fucking, mm. like, people traffic. <laughs> How is that still not, like, still standing and still stocked and not broken into two years? No yep. one knew what Apothecary meant. <laughs> oh, Ben asks a question, guys. Angelica, I'm good, but uh, oh, Angelica, welcome. Look, I'm seeing some new names tonight, and I know some of that's thanks to a huge thanks to Al Red Sox fan again for all the hard work he does. Ben Vargas says, "Does a strong final act make up for a terrible first thirds of an episode? This week's episode of The Walking Dead twice as far makes me think harder about that question more than any other episode this season. After a terrible chunk of the episode, it ended strongly, capped off with a confusing character choice and a shift in focus, making this one of the most uneven episodes in show history. Interesting, Ben. Very interesting. I, I, feel the same way, ben. I felt that it, it did start off super slow, but from the moment we get that arrow in the through the eye, I was on the edge of my seat, and I felt it was a very strong kind of ending uh, up until the reading of freaking Carol's letter bullshit. The Dear John yeah, letter? I, yeah, and, and I agree. That was kind of fucking weird. You know, she leaves it for, for Big John there, whatever the hell his name is, and Tobin, and not well, for like Daryl or even I don't. No, I I know what you're saying. I'm just it's not like, so out there that it, she left one for him, mm -hmm. but to not leave anything for the others. So can we yada yada this next scene because I really don't want to think about it too much. This is this stuff going on right here with with Spencer and. and I'm asking you to make sure I don't. We get Spencer and Rosita talking about trying to I'm date each other. Not babysitting her by myself. Okay, and then we get into the whole thing about uh, we see next we see Eugene and her walking out. Then we have Spencer and Rosita talking about the bullshit. Like, why are you trying to date me? Are we gonna date each other? Blah blah blah. 
And then we see, then we see Denise comes over, and Denise has the plan. She says, we got to get to this drugstore that's not too far away, and Rosita, you and Daryl, uh, you're available. Let's do this. And originally, Rosita says, Daryl and I will do this. You know, we're, we're going to do this. How long have you spent out there with roamers? And she said, well, if I can't go, I'll just go alone. Seriously, what the fuck? You were the only doctor in town. I know we met another doctor in the series, so you can act like an idiot. But seriously, I mentioned this earlier in the podcast. Two episodes ago, you were telling Tara that you can't leave because you have more fucking responsibilities. Did you just forget that? Or are you obsessed with this orange crush thing? Again, like you're the people on the island in Joe versus the fucking volcano. You need to go out and get the orange crush. Because it wasn't about that. It was about the drugs to do your medical job better, I guess. But there's people that fucking job in the camp is to go out and scout and get shit. Daryl and Aaron and Glenn and fucking Rosita. That's their fucking job. Your job is to be in town when sick people come in. Do your fucking job, Denise. Sorry, Joe. Go. What, what what do I say to you every time you ask me to go play basketball? I have a fucking broken ankle, Phil. I can't do it. I can't do it. Not that I don't want to do it. Not that I, I can't go out and play basketball. But the high probability that my ankle is going to bust out from underneath me at any step is great. So I don't go out. Here's the thing, doctor. <laughs> Anything can happen out there. So, you thank you, Chip. fucking ankle, and then we have to drag you back for miles and miles. I could twist mine or Rosita could twist hers. We can get attacked by people, by walkers, by whatever the fuck is out there. You do not come with us. It's just not going to happen. You, just, you stay back. There's no need Joe, for you to go. That's bullshit. It's, it's fucking bullshit. bullshit. with you, Phil. You never, she, you know, you can't come. You have a fucking yeah. job here. If we get hurt, we want you to be here to save our fucking lives. Thank you for knowing that this place exists that shouldn't exist, because I agree with you, Joe. It shouldn't fucking exist at this point. But, okay, this place exists. Fine, I accept it. Thank you for telling us. This is our job. We split up the fucking duties. The people that are good at things are good at things. People that aren't good at things. That's where I agree that people should be able to, to defend themselves. She's being trained by Rosita to get to the point where she can be serviceable. I get that. But I disagree with her and Eugene in the episode. Yeah, we're serviceable. We're serviceable. It's it's not about that. It's about putting your best fucking foot forward and protecting what you fucking got. And this person has shown some skill level as a fucking... It just pissed me off that they let her come. And it didn't piss me off from the show standpoint because I believed the character would do this. It pissed me off from the characters not being like, no, you can't fucking go. The other characters, correct. The other characters saying, okay. And here's the thing. For two years, she's been in this fucking town. She didn't tell anybody else going out. There's a whole fucking drugstore on this corner. I saw it. She didn't tell Aaron. She didn't tell Aaron who's been going out. Aaron's been going Suddenly out. To- I remembered on my way here to this town before Fuck. the apocalypse started. I passed an apothecary. Suddenly, tea. suddenly, I remember exactly. Suddenly, I just remembered this. Hmm. You don't think I would have thought about this before? I don't know. It just it bothers me like, to a certain and extent. And here's the thing, Phil. Doesn't it stand to reason that every town, in every city and town in America, pretty much has at least one drugstore? Yeah. At least. Just about. Just about. There are some, like, one-horse towns that may not have a drugstore, but I'm sure they have an apothecary fucking boutique. I just don't. I just don't. I just dumb, dumb, dumb. And someone mentioned this in the chat earlier. I forget who it was. Did anyone run this shit by Rick that you want to take my doctor? Because Rick would have been like, fuck you. You're not. No. You you don't go. Please. No. You, You are new to this whole thing. You do not go out there. No. No. 
Like, oh my no. gosh, someone said they should have killed Eugene instead of Denise. No, 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 no. I wonder if they were mulling it over. Do we have? Do we shoot the arrow through Eugene's eye and have Denise? Okay, now we can. The dick, or do we in fair, in fairness, let's get this out right now because now we can talk about this because it was a spoiler from the comics. In the comics, it is Eugene that gets shot. Not Eugene. It is Abraham that gets shot in the in the eye. And let's take a quick call. We got we got our buddy SM down in here. Let's take a call. Phone lines are open, everybody. Welcome back to the show, buddy. To be fair, the person that took the uh, that took Denise out there was pretty much the right hand to Rick. So if you mm, don't go good, to Rick, yeah, good point. You say, let's find out from the second person in Charles Darrow. I have a question for you though. Do you think what do you think Rick would have said? Uh, he probably would have said. No. I mean, to be to be fair, Rick is the one that's like we um we all gotta know how to pull our own oh, weight and good stuff. point, good point. So I'm not yeah, sure he would have been like no if that was one asking. Good, no, good, 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 good answer, good answer. Thank you. Knowing how to pull your own weight is one thing. Going out before you're ready is another. So, that, like that's a that's a big know your limitations. Yes, like I she's do. Oh, sorry. she's a she's gonna you know read all this shit into them. She's supposed to be a smart girl. She should know what her limitations are. And that's the same thing that, that you know, uh, Eugene is saying to, you know, uh, to Abraham and Abraham to Eugene. Listen, I fight. I kill. That's what I do. You come up with ideas like feel better, KLC. into fucking batteries, how to stuff fucking shells, oh, factory dude. to go to get the shit, where the sorghum is. That's your thing allow for an expansion of you, skills and knowledge. Yes. Katie, okay, one sec. Katie, I agree with you, but not for the doctor. Not for the doctor needs to be protected like a because sure. especially Captain within this group that go on the way mission. You send medic red shirts and you send fucking security teams, not Captain Kirk, not Picard, not Dr. Bones, not Crusher. Well, they don't leave the shit. Katie, I, I want to I wanna, another point Katie. too. Where why aren't all of these people with all of these varied and diverse skills that are all very important, teaching everyone else these varied and diverse skills that are very important to in survival. In fairness, we did There's get that point in the episode. In Katie, to your point, to, to your point, Katie, we did get Rosita coming to Denise. She's been teaching Denise how to fight. And right, but who's Denise go teaching the other how way to do medicine? Good point, Joe. Where's her Good point, Joe. Everyone should have an apprentice. Every single person should have no, a pad one. It is Katie's point. That's oh. what she's she was getting at. Kate, yeah, you're right, Katie. Every every yeah, right. That's what she said. Every single person should have an apprentice of some sort. I thought you just meant with the fighting skills specifically, Katie. But if you're saying like every, every skill, skill, you're you're 100. percent Eugene's knowledge of picking locks and KLC, et KLC says Katie Medical because knowledge. Katie says uh, sorry. KLC says Katie because we can only have one doctor at a time. Lol. That's not everybody can be an expert at these things, but everybody should have base knowledge and should have at least some idea. Like, like Katie, the lock picking. Yeah, it's not the skill that everybody's going to be using all the fucking time, but everybody should have a base understanding of it and you should be showing people how to do you it so they can practice on their own because you should be able to do it. You might not be Joe, able to do it. But, second, but then we don't have like a cool commando team like Predator where everyone has a unique no, skill have, set. we have a bunch of cool commando fucking teams. I know. Everybody can at least do a little bit. Nobody I know, but... Nobody has to be a master at everything, but a jack of all In trades. fairness, master and just, a, just to say it though, 
I think it's a television thing, and I think it's a it's it's a real life versus entertainment thing in that sense. Where in entertainment, it makes more sense to specialize the characters to make them unique to have skill sets. Where in real life, you're absolutely right. In real fucking life, you want everybody to have a little bit of every skill, and you want to have everyone understudy. But on the show, they want to have they want to have each Ninja Turtle master a specific weapon instead of having all of them master every weapon. I, th that's true, but they are having them all learn to fight and all that stuff. So why aren't, why don't you just lay these little little lines? Doesn't take much, and there's enough fucking silence and and like panoramic shots of bullshit and and to to put in like one line like you know everybody's got to go to their mandatory classes or like such and such class. Everybody go, you know, like little things like uh, just. Little lines here and there to show that we're actually putting together. Corey does say not everyone can be the quarterback, city. though. That's a good point, Corey. Not everyone can be the quarterback. Right. That's the point. Not everybody has to be a master at everything. Every And some people are masters at some things, but everybody should be at least a jack of all trades at this mm -hmm. point. You need to. You need to know how to farm. Everybody does. And you know what, Joe? Everybody needs to know how to guard a wall. Everybody needs to know how to stab a fucker in the head. Everybody needs to know everything as much as they Welcome, can. Pete. There is no, like, off time and down time at this point. Yep. And, uh, and Joe, to your point, Denise tries to teach Daryl how to drive a stick shift. Let's see. Let's let's check it. Track I've been driving stick since I was 15. Usually beat up trucks like this. I mean, before, you know, before I left home. Yeah, before I, like... And I think it's... And I'm sorry, Phil. I want my best fucking fighter in that truck, and I'm not sure if it's Rosita or Daryl, but I'm going to be on Team Daryl for that one. I want my best fighter in that truck to not be the person behind the fucking wheel. I want him to be the person sitting in the back with his fucking gun ready to shoot everybody. Mm-hmm. And anybody. So they pull over because a tree's blocking their way, and Daryl and Rosita head out, and Denise can hear a walker, but we, we get a really cool perspective feature where we go outside, but we're really, for the most part, through Denise's perspective in this whole situation. Excuse me. Excuse me. Then we go out to Daryl and Rosita who are investigating, and you see a tree bl blocking the way. My first question that pops up in that moment, and I don't know if you guys thought the same thing, I'm like, who left that tree there? That's there for yep, a fucking tree. reason. Yep. Turn my, my, around actually, now. Turn the fuck around now. This is it's a trap. First thing. It's a trap. Why are you stopping? Why are you stopping? Why are you stopping? Turn her back up. Welcome, Almeda. Don't out of the fucking car. Don't leave her alone in the car. Don't stop the fucking car. Turn the fucking car around, the truck around, and go a different way. There is no need for that. Okay, the tree's been rotten. It's yeah. clear. Let's go the rest of the way on foot. Go the fuck around. Get back in your truck and go around. Why are you going the rest of the way on foot? There's more than one road leads to fucking Rome. Yep. Jesus. And let's jump in the chat for a second. Need to have ninja. Take the long fucking road. Uh, Damn it. 90 Champion says, yeah, the town should have been on alert because they know the saviors are coming. Uh, P Corey says, it was possum tracking one-on-one with Professor Dixon. <laughs> and then, like, like and yep. here's the thing. They, Carol, Carol and Maggie didn't say what they heard them say about the, or about, you know, like Negan's kind of all of us. Like they didn't get that with between everything. They didn't like sit down and talk. Like the only thing we hear, what did they do to you? How about what was everything they said to you? How many of them are there? Are there other bases that they have? Is there more of them? What else? Tell us everything that they said. You guys should have been doing that as much as plotting a way to fucking kill him is remembering every little word they fucking said, every little clue as to how many of these fucking people there are. And yep. go back into that room and make sure they're all fucking dead. Yep, but like initially, uh, once you see that tree going across, I turn the other direction. Tim said yes. trees do happen, but I, not that just seemed really 
I don't know. It, it, now, anytime a road is blocked, you have to assume it's a trap. No matter what period, you automatically uh-huh. always assume the worst of the situation. <laughs> Richie, I do want to say, I do want to say, uh, I want to make Richie A's point. It's a TV show, Joe. Just for the, just for the record, it is a TV show. I, well, that doesn't mean it has to have. It doesn't mean it has to be bad. And I love you, Joe. But and it's we not ha- bad. But it doesn't mean it has to have things that like, you know, when when I watch a show. And it's about the FBI. And I could sit there and say, what the fuck? You know, the FBI would never do this. They would never do that. This would never be allowed. Why are they letting prisoners out and going into a different country with only two people watching? Like, stupid little fucking shit. I can't stand to watch it. I love this Walking Dead. So I can keep watching it, even though it's got all these little things and why everybody keeps saying in the chat, because it's TV, because it's TV. But when it's doesn't take much when you only need to add little lines or little stupid fucking shit to make it better and to make people not sit there and go this would never fucking happen (laughs) three three smart adults one of them is going to say let's just stay in the truck turn the fucker around and go the long way it's better than being on foot it's better than maybe walking into what could be a fucking trap like there's just the little things but what about the drama? I'm speaking for. But wh- then we don't have the drama. Where's the no, drama? You do still have. You still do have the drama because shit still can go wrong. You can still make all the. You can still do your best to make the right decisions, and shit bad can still happen. You don't have to make stupid decisions all of a sudden because your Daryl say, "Well, let's go down the tracks," and then bad shit fucking happens. Yeah. No, you can make the right decision. And, and I, bad I shit agree in that goes. moment. Why did he decide to do that? Because he wanted to make Denise feel like she earned a decision because she killed the Walker. Fine, but make it a right decision. If she already made multiple bad decisions, stop feeling bad for yourself, Denise, and know that when we say, "Don't go in that fucking room," that's Kay. making noise. It may just be one Walker. Don't go in there. Hey, there may be a blue cooler in that car, but it's not worth it. You might fucking die and get bit. You might not have Joe in the zone. Katie, go. I'm going to go over to Katie. One second. One second, Joe. Go over to Katie. Go over to Katie. I I was going to say it was Rosita who wanted to take the track. True. True. Good point. You don't, you you don't, you don't, you you make bad decisions, two bad decisions. Doesn't mean like, okay, you made it through those two bad decisions. You're feeling bad about yourself. So we'll go with your third ba- or a third bad decision, not necessarily hers, <laughs> Joe, like, the ch- to, to like make people feel better. No, like you still do what's the right thing and bad shit could still, they could have gone around. They could have not taken the tracks and still run into Eugene in that group. You don't have to do the bad thing to have bad shit happen to you. You can still do the right thing. You have intelligent fucking people. They don't all have to be stupid. They don't always have to make the stupid fucking choice. They can make the right choice and still have drama. Bam! As uh, Joe, check out the chat. They're showing, they're loving you in there in the chat right I'm now. Sorry. No, 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 no. They're loving you in the chat right now. Check it out. Uh, with some some fucking great stuff going on. Uh, the Hollywood uh, stupid is as stupid does. Joe, uh, Michonne and Morgan. San, San Burbia, yes. Breaking Bad was a master at the little details. It really was. That's what makes a show really good. Is the little fucking details. Is making sure that you have people that you've set up as smart fucking survivors all of a sudden break character and are like. Let's go down the bad path. No, like years of years of living in this fucking world, years of it. Like you should, when we came back that first winter and they were like fucking shield wall and they were like a precision crack fucking unit team that just went away. Like, come on, this, this should have gotten stronger and stronger, more reinforced, more reinforced amongst our fucking team. They're not getting wiser. 
for every everything we learn, they forget by the next fucking week. Mm-hmm. And it's frustrating as hell when it comes to this show because it is good TV, even though they have such small little fucking shit that would usually get me to, like, I had no tolerance that- for it for the fear. For fear, I have no tolerance for it, right? I don't even want to talk about fear. Let's get let's go to the phone lines. We have our buddy KLC. Welcome to the show, KLC. Hope you're feeling hey. okay, buddy. Um, so going off the Joe rant, yeah, The Walking Dead, it's far from a perfect show, but I, I know that it's not perfect, but it's still one of my favorite shows. Like I to, honestly to for a show, it doesn't have to be perfect to like, you know, make it into my top ten, top five. It just needs to be entertaining in some aspects. And I know that some of these little things can be really annoying, but at the end of the day, it is entertaining. And I mean, complaining about the dumb shit they do can be pretty entertaining sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and KLC, you <laughs> KLC, you trill, you trilled on it right there, or you mentioned it right there. Part of the fun of The Walking Dead is I. We talked about this a lot. The Walking Dead is a fun show and it's fun to talk about these things and it's fun to put yourself in the position of these characters in this world and make those decisions for them that's why this is such a fun show to talk about whereas some shows we talk about it's because it's so perfect and we want to go oh my god this is amazing and analyze it to death though in the good in the good things walking dead and i'm not saying it's a bad show it's not it's just choices that humans make and it's really fun to explore those choices and see where different people go in different directions and that's why it's amazing to hear joe's perspective and hear him because you make a lot of sense joe and it's hard to argue with you from the nature of what you're saying Except for per se, oh yes, the script says so, or whatever, here or there. But it's and that's part of the reason I love talking about this show and, and analyzing, putting yourself in those positions. It's just a very fun show. Ben says I was also surprised in how dark the show went just a little later when we saw the woman who apparently drowned a baby in the sink in the apocalypse. Hush, hush, hush. Yeah, yeah. because yeah, it went no, all quiet. That, can I can I say that was that fucking scene, dark really? as shit? One, that, that, one second, caller. Caller. Oh yes, caller. Uh, yeah, right. What's going on? Well, and what annoyed me about tonight's episode was, and it, they did it twice with Eugene and Denise, but both of them have these inferiority complexes like, hey, I'm not useless. I can do things. I mean, and they, they have other talents, but it's like they, both of them just have this stupid point to prove. It's like, hey, we're not useless. We can do things. And right. it was almost like a comedy gag role of <laughs> watching them kill zombies. <laughs> a special, good, great, great call, my friend. Great call, great my friend. Call. Great call. And the phone lines are shut off for now they will definitely be on in a little bit but joe go so so three real things i think i forget the third first caller that last caller right there yep you're absolutely right and it it was recognize your limitations and recognize your your strengths and that's what abraham and eugene kind of tried to work out in the factory but like they you're a fucking doctor you're fucking teaching yourself surgery and all that shit on top of it like Good job. You are plenty useful. Please do not leave the fucking town. Eugene, you have a brain in your head. You can tell us where to find the sorghum, and we will go out and fucking find it. Like, come on, people. Yeah. Use your strengths and use your weak and know your weaknesses. Joe. Like, great I call. Agree to a and then, extent. And then uh, number two is with, with what you, you read there, Phil. Um, uh, right before the fucking call. Oh, get it. Get it back. That's why I was trying to get you to talk first. Next time, just talk. Just oh, oh you oh. asshole! Uh, surprised how dark the show went with the oh, yes, oh, the, the the baby, the writing on the wall, hush hush hush, the drowned baby in the tub, uh, was fantastic, and it reminded me of a episode of an all time great show called Mash. Ooh uh, yes, where suicide the is crying in the bus, 
and there's North Vietnamese, North Koreans are coming for the bus or, or walking through the woods and the baby's crying and the whole episode, it's about a chicken that won't shut the fuck up and, and Hawkeye's like, shut that fucking chicken up. And the mother in the back of the bus ends up smothering the fucking, this is a, a comedy show, ends up smothering the fucking baby or, the, or killing the chicken and it ends up at the end of the show, you find out that it was a fucking baby and him yelling, shut that fucking baby up or they're going to come kill everybody in this fucking transport bus. She kills the baby. And Dude. that scene like directly reminded me of that. And like suicide is the hard yeah. fucking choices. Like that baby's crying. There are zombies. You saw all the handprints outside the apothecary. They were all all those bloody fucking handprints outside the building. That building was surrounded. They were trying to get the fuck in. And that baby was crying. And like the, the tough fucking choice. I don't know if Look, that right it, choice or not. I don't wow. think I don't it wasn't an infant. That sneaker. Yeah, no, it was a toddler. Right. And so, uh, and, uh, and the third thing, I remember the third thing was Corey, I see you said track dick. No, man, Dw- Dwight is not track dick. Dwight is Dwight the dickless. <laughs> He's sold to a cock merchant. Let's jump. We have a text messenger from, <laughs> from Philadelphia that says, Joe is right, Phil, but you haven't played this enough. Joe. <laughs> So yes, uh, the caller says you're absolutely right, but Joe. But just wanted to hear this one more time. <laughs> someone says uh, fi- eighteen. Give me my place. I hear it. Someone says eighteen-year-old Phil hosts the show. Phil without a beard reminds me of Weird Al Yankovic. Have <laughs> a funny story about that. We mention this every once in a while. There, was, I met Weird Al, and I I said, Dad, and I met him, and there's a picture. Of- load that. Yeah, I have to load that at some point for one of these shows. It's a picture of Weird Al and I together. That's pretty ridiculous. So, uh, uh, oh my God, Joe, you're right. Holy shit. Uh, Tobin's thinking I have to start jerking it again. Oh my God, Carol needs to get over it. Balance is key. Cock merchant, question mark. What the fuck's going on? Yeah, no, they they, they skipped the cock merchant. They went right to right from uh, from cock sale to cock eating. Like, yeah. nope. No merchant involved in that transaction whatsoever. He went right for the right to the source. Farm that shit himself. So in the middle of all this, just to get back to the recap, they find some booze. Yeah, let's get some booze. What you find? Bottles of booze. Any takers? No oh, thanks. I want the booze. Later. I'm not bringing these to the pantry. But we all know, guys, we all know, boys and girls, we all know Joe Dirty Locks does not allow any drinking in the zombie apocalypse. If you, li- if you live in that's Joe's group. That yeah, that's, there's plenty of uses for that alcohol aside from, like, consumption at that point. Like, I really can't, I'm not down, like, I'm not down with getting getting drunk and tipsy and shit in the apocalypse. I, I'm just not. It, it's, Never. It's self-killed. Never become complacent. You know, I'm not going out as your shit buddy if you're drunk. Like you're, I'm not. So you're not. Be- nobody's got me my back. I don't care if you kill a zombie and you're covered with in shit, but I, I you can't. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, you can't do it if you're drunk. Mm. Very interesting. People stuff. can barely fucking do it when they're not drunk. <laughs> Eugene, Denise, like barely. Like you didn't see that coming, Eugene. You didn't see it coming. You didn't see the big shiny fucking metal head. Where's all your fucking me- like? Are you ser- Are you fucking serious? So you take your fucking and you try to come down on its head. 
Okay. Like, well, well, we will get there. What? We will get there. So, okay, so Daryl doesn't want to take the car any further because, or well, it's blocked, but he also doesn't want to take the car any further because he knows that uh, Denise is going to have to drive. So we get back to number eight, and this is. He was, won't be able to turn the truck around. He doesn't want to have Denise do it. He doesn't want to have Denise do it. So <laughs> he, he won't be able to get it in reverse. Let's get to number eight here because in the number eight really was the the reason why I recorded the audio of this episode because I didn't want to have to try to write down all this amazing shit that's about to happen right here. Here is Eugene and Abraham together. We're gonna play, play, motherfucker, play. Oh wait, here we go. Let's start that from the beginning. Tie back to Tennessee waterfall there. I won't lie, I liked it. I may very well miss it. The feeling of the billowy curtain catching the breeze some days was straight up bliss. <laughs> but brass tacks, the hair doesn't make the man, the man makes the man. Guard duty, weapons training, changing up the hairstyle, swigging. Like, I, I want to play this whole scene just because this shit is fucking hilarious. Classic. Amazing. Classic shit back and forth, both their lines. I think B Abraham acknowledges it right here. He says he's, he's acknowledging and he's out here alone with you because he's acknowledging the fact that you are changing, Eugene. That that acknowledged it right there. The haircut, the weapons training, everything you're doing, there's oh. a change in you. You're like, you are changing, but I'm sorry. Your talents are not killing, and you do need to learn it. But don't get upset if I step in and fucking hell. Because anything can fucking happen. You're reaching, yeah. like, you just, anything can happen. Well, it's not I want to hear, I want to hear a thing. What are you gonna it's say, a fucking Kate? Team sport. I agree. No, they. <coughs> no matter how good you are, you should not be going out alone. Period. Mm. Because there are many things, like everything else in this world, that you cannot control. But I think once someone is uh, willing to bite someone's dick and bear down on it for as long as they possibly can, they're ready. Good point. No. Good point. Good point, puppet. Let's 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 get I'm back not to listen. You're not, you're not ready. He's not ready to go out or to do things. I'm saying like, there's no reason for it to be a one-on-one -on -one fucking and I agree fight. With that. Like, right? He, he and called, like, and I'm not saying there's no reason. But for him Joe, to not, but not Joe, he called I dibs. Agree with that. He needs to do more, and you need to learn, and that's part of the learning. He called dibs so, though, Joe. He called dibs. Okay, let's let's. Yeah, it's not. It's you know, like we've learned, you can't. You can't call dibs on a girl, Phil, and you can't call dibs on a walker. Uh, it's a I fucking know. team sport. We will tag team it together. Yes, and let's get back to the scene because I want to hear the rest of the scene because they're hilarious together. Wagger with the ladies. Spit game. You don't spit game, you are game. Man seems to be changing. At least trying like hell to. Makes me curious what that's about. What is it about? It's simple, really. As with any RPG, tabletop, electronic, or otherwise, <laughs> the key to survival is allowing oneself to be shaped by the assigned environment. In doing so, a broad range of capabilities are acquired, allowing one to flip the script and use said capabilities to shape said environment for maximum longevity. I'm saying I'm in the process of said stage two. I've changed, adapted. I'm a survivor. Like, how could I try to write all that down and not just play that? No, no, because I, I, I could have I, I said it. I could have said it for you. I, I thought that was a brilliant exchange. Amazing, amazing. Especially, especially Abraham's response, which was sarcastic and a pun. Yes. Because, yeah, you keep telling yourself that is the way he said it. But, yeah, no, in this environment, in this said environment, 
You have to keep telling yourself that. Everybody should keep telling themselves Joe, that. Everybody should keep striving for that. That is absolutely right. You need to maintain that kind people, of positive sense well, about yourself to push on. Yes, in any world, in any environment, it is always very important the way you talk to yourself. Mm -hmm. Check, the, check uh, out the chat. People. People like me. Check out the chat, Joe. People want to have uh, want to have tag team girls with you, Joe. <laughs> High five me. People say this was like Tarantino, Deadwood kind of dialogue. Let's finish off the scene here and listen to the uh, the end bit because it's so good. Just good stuff between the two of them here. I want. You're telling yourself that. I've changed, adapted. I've become a survivor. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Good job. Yep, keep good telling yourself, keep that, telling yourself that, yeah. And then I love how I love how he repeats himself right after that. And he just goes, "Yep." And I'm he changes it a little. He doesn't. Say, he says the first time he says, "I am a survivor." Mm -hmm. The second time he says, "I'm becoming a survivor." I'm a survivor. So he, he does change it a little, but and he he is right, and he's learning, and he's adapting, and he's changing, and that's what you need to do. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things I'm so. It, it hurts me so much to see Carol regress for what i see as a regression mm -hmm. so we go back to our other group and denise says she she uh or we talked to tara and we mentioned this earlier how it not tara excuse me uh rosita it she, denise decided to side with daryl instead of rosita rosita wanted to go down the tracks and denise sided with daryl to kind of go through the woods or whatever and she says oh i'm sorry i picked daryl over you they talk about rosita where did you, uh, you know, where'd you come from? Tell me a little bit more about you. And she goes, I'm nobody. I'm just a long list of, I'll j I'm just one name and a long list of names. You don't want to hear my bullshit, which I really like. Again, I like all the explore exploration they're doing with Rosita's character this season. I like how we get a little bit more focus, understanding her more as a person instead of just being Abraham's uh, hot girlfriend or whatever that shows up for a line or two here and there. I feel like I understand her more as a person now, and I, I feel like they've done a lot of really good stuff with her in this season. Yes. In understanding her more. I mean, I feel like they could do even more. I think she's a captivating character. So, uh... I can't wait for more. I'm, I'm excited for more. I, I, I've liked her from moment one. She's yeah. growing on me. She... I think I she, she's just, I would love to grow I would love to grow on her but uh, but she has definitely grown on me too in in that sense <laughs> sorry I've been drinking oh welcome Carmine you know what I cannot watch the second half holy shit I have it all downloaded from from uh, someplace with pirates hangout I've not seen any of the second half of the episode where is uh, the crazier stuff in the episode happens in the second half and uh, Corey says but Eugene was overconfident so was Denise arrogance in this world is as lethal as zombies at least <clears throat> Michael Olavella welcome up fellas I've missed you guys my school schedule is preventing me from getting to the live show but I've caught you guys on Monday mornings but I'm here let the real shit start motherfucker oh, yeah good to see you again Mike yep uh, how come Denise dies in a big shot in the eye and, and Carl doesn't I mean the bullet that no, hit one okay that angle. went right through the back of her head through her eye yeah. it wasn't just and we never saw an exit wound from Carl supposedly hit like the outside like it went through his orbital. Yeah, like kind of uh, came at him at an angle, just enough to pop the eye and hit this bone and ricochet off. Yeah. So a uh, different kind of sh like thing. That went straight through the back of her head. That pierced a lot of brain, too. Mm. There's a lot of trauma there in that, in that 
you know, if you notice, she 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 almost finished her sentence. She did. Red. And people do live with arrows through their head. Ask ask it Tim. That's our buddy Tim. Yeah. Direction, angle, depth. Oh, Carmine, that's coming. Joe and I were talking about that earlier. I haven't finished oh, yes. it yet. I'm on episode seven or eight as of now. So when yeah, I finish this, where I am too. When I finish the series, we're definitely going to be doing something for Daredevil. That's happening probably. Someone told me it was pretty boring this season, but I'm not finding so it boring. Far, so I like. I don't want to talk too much about it, but Shane is on it, and Shane's fucking awesome. So, yeah. Yes. Oh, oh, great job. Fantastic. Great job. Great so, cat. so we will be doing a Daredevil Who's podcast. Carlos. Uh, so, who's Carlos, man? So, uh, so thank you, Joe. Says Tim. It was a flesh wound, Joe. If they only had a doctor, they love you, Carmine. Great to see you, buddy. Thank you for stopping in. Wow, thank you, Joe. Not a shut the fuck up, Joe. Wow, that's amazing. Shane was my favorite character. Glad to hear it. I'm not it. He's a completely different character, but there's. It's great to see him. Great to see. If you love Shane, you're gonna. I think you'd love. You're gonna love this character. Yeah, you're gonna if love you this love character. Where Shane went, you're gonna love. But this I do character. agree with that. It's a completely different character. I don't want to go down. Well, yes. Different, different podcast. Let's yes. move on before we go too far down that road. If you like the actor, you're gonna really like that character. I think, for the most part. So, so, uh, so let's go to our next line, which is they had number nine, and Eugene shows he can pick a lock. <laughs> Hello. Oh, that's the door opening. Vader, pen and tumbler. Tick, tick, click. Easy peasy. Tick, tick, click. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. It is indeed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That, that, that was another one of those lines. I had to rewind tick, tick, click, easy peasy a few times. I just love that You're shit. Not ready to spill the pintos on what the hell it is we're doing here. That's the best line. Specific beans, right? <laughs> <laughs> Eugene. Eugene. Oh my gosh! I I, I mean, this, and this go, this goes on obviously. I could keep, I could keep playing uh, Eugene and I've been chewing the cut on this for a few days now. <laughs> oh, the hilltop trial supplies finite. So not only are bullets vital for defense, but per the law, supply and demand, a full cartridge is now the coin of the land. <laughs> what? It's all metaphor. Dude, I was trying to write this shit down. I'm like, eh, no, I'm just <laughs> gonna. Re- I'm just gonna record this. I, I mean, it's it, like it's like a conversation of cliches that makes sense, like cliche after cliche after catchphrase after metaphor, and it's like it makes perfect sense. It's all logical. Someone said this. Er- oh, sorry, Katie, go. Someone someone said this earlier in the season, and I'll say it again. Whoever is writing Eugene and Abraham's lines deserves to win some sort of award because they're fucking hilarious. Oh, brilliant. See, and I, I think Denise could have gotten in on that, and it could have been a brilliant trio. Yeah. Amazing, oh. Katie. And if I, what I said at the beginning, I agree. She's number three on my list as funniest characters that with one-liners and stuff on the show. Yeah. And I, right I'm behind really these two. I'm that they killed her. I, I, I am, too. Yeah, I, I, like, I liked her. I like the actress. I, I like her in uh, almost everything I've seen her in. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm sorry, but there's, there's something about her... That just really, she's a, a great, great actress. I think. Yeah, she she, she, a, she a, commands a, the scene. She has a good understanding of like timing from a comedic standpoint, and the way she says her lines and sort of an off rhythm about her dialogue and her inflections. It it adds a lot to every scene that she's in because it's memorable because she's not doing it just flat. There's nothing flat about her performance, mm-hmm. and she's hot too. I, and I, I find her cute as well. And yeah, she's beautiful. and I feel I just feel like. I understand why, again, I, as I mentioned earlier, I think I understand why they decided to kill her. 
But hmm. I do, and I'll talk about that more as we progress. I don't want to get into any spoiler territory or anything, or spe- too speculative, spoily. But I feel like I understand maybe why they killed her. But I'm gonna miss her. I I, I really liked her character. Uh, Me too. <laughs> oh my gosh, Chad's going. Chad is awesome. Have we seen the last of Carol? Is she getting uh, the comic book machine? I think I think we'll see Carol again before the end of the I season. Do too. I, I personally do, but but we, but I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting to see because we only do have two fucking more episodes left of this oh. of this season, which is really incredible to think about that we're only two more episodes of the season. So okay, so we head into uh, Eugene picks the lock. Uh, what are we doing here? And we're making bullets. And Abraham, I I wanted to play the quote of this, but I don't. I'm not going to rewind it for this one. But it's it was honest. Really? You've outlived your usefulness to me. Let's play the end of this. <laughs> You've outlived your usefulness. I love Abraham like getting into it there, where he's he's like, "This is a special mission. You're on the inside here. I can almost definitely, certainly help you out in this situation." Just really excellent dialogue and excellent performances mm-hmm. by both actors in these in the scenes. They have great chemistry with each other, and it's sh- it, oh, yeah. and we're lucky to see the two of them. We're lucky that they did this in this episode that we get the time that they spend with each other and getting some one on one time. The whole episode could have been them, and I'd be happy. Uh, it was it was really awesome stuff. Yeah, much agreed. So then, then a walker shows up, and we talked about this before. Is he says, "I got dibs on that walker." So you know what he says to him. Katie said this too during the during the. Uh, <laughs> he basically says to him, "Hey, you're, <laughs> I thought you were the last woman on earth. You're not." <laughs> and then out of nowhere, we get. We get someone, KLC said it a few times in the chat, but he's very out. We got the clown for the king, Walker. Viserys Targaryen has wandered off from the Dothraki yeah. lands of the, of, of the waste, of the red waste, to make... The make sh- his crown was shining. What the fuck? Yeah, he had yeah, a shiny... I, mean, a sh- I can kind of figure it out, but I still have difficulty with Eugene missing that. Yeah, when I'm nervous, I miss stuff that's like right there in front of my face. But that was a pretty shiny crown. I don't know. It's the first the first basketball shot I ever took in like an organized intramural game. Missed the hoop by like fifteen feet. Mm. (laughs) Just because I was nervous, but still, that fucking crown was shining. Man, you can see it the whole way over. He didn't just like impulsively swing. He was looking at it. Yeah, he he was was getting ready. He called dibs. (laughs) Ding, ding. I don't know, Eugene. You need to, you're not ready yet. Like, the first thing Maybe. I thought was up under the jaw. And oh. then, like, you see him lined up and come down on his, like, what are you thinking? He's got a helmet no. on, dude. You're going to hurt yourself. Yeah, that's just oh. going to vibrate up. Your whole fucking machete's going to be ruined <laughs> after you hit that thing. Like, to, it by might the even way, break if it's not full tang. Fuck. <laughs> a couple of people in the yeah. chat are saying, I hope I never see Car- Carol again. Sunny day. Welcome, buddy. Great you to know, see you. There was a point when she left the first, when she was ousted the first time. That's what my thing was. I never wanted to see her again, but when she came back, I was all like, yeah, Carol's all fucking badass, terminating terminus termites. Now I'm kind of just like, what the fuck? Now she's going on a walkabout. She lost her ability to disassociate from what was... uh, Uh, She doesn't have to disassociate. She can just fucking grow. 
Learn. You, we, Sandman says, Eugene took a bite out of crime. Eugene took a bite of a cock? What? Wait, what? Yes, Red Team Carmine, wait till you get to that point. You, we're going to get into a little uh, Eugene cock merchant, biting, spitting out. Uh, yeah. Well, there's no spit. There was no spit. It was just a bite. I, I'm not sure, in fairness, just to be... Oh, I'm sure that there was spitting. There like, was a lot really. of spitting going on. But I don't think he actually severed said cock. It's All, no. all things being severed, said... You would have to go... Th he, he mangled and he probably damaged to the point... You can do a lot of internal damage to that penis there by chomping down. He may not have severed it. But he could have uh, definitely done enough damage and, and destroyed he, veins. Yeah, and there's some painful cock. Yeah, he's and not and crushed yeah. the muscles. Yeah. And there's definitely who knows. Maybe he got a testicle. Maybe it wasn't even the penis. Maybe it's a nice big fat testicle. He popped. Yeah, could have popped on the popped that he squished. But if that were the case, this dude's not moving and this dude's not running off. This dude's lying on the ground screaming for the next seven hours. <laughs> well, then there's adrenaline that kicks in. I don't care. So he could, he might, but, yeah. Katie. Even with all the in the world. You're out of your element, Donnie. Katie, Katie. Oh, my God. You're out of your element, Donnie. No, I love you, Katie. But, but but Joe and I are just, oh, wow, wow. Oh, you don't understand. We're getting all, like, boys here. Oh, you know, the testicle. We're I'm going to tell you childbirth is easy. Yeah. Don't tell me, don't tell me someone biting my cock's going to be easy. Did, honey. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, but I, I, I hear I hear wow. what you're saying. And it's it's probably it's pro it's definitely mang mangled penis he's definitely mi mrs dwight isn't getting any tonight there there's there's some healing and a stint and the, and they need to they, you i better... don't think there's a mrs dwight i think there's like a, a, a like somebody locked up in the chains daily victim the daily victim isn't is carmine that she's got a night off carmine okay. says joe you're a urologist tonight you finally found your passion I know a little bit about a lot no, of nothing. He, he's been passionate about that. For yeah, he's been passionate yeah. about cock for a while. Yeah, believe me, I've been studying at least one urethra for 40 years. Hey, Joe, again, what you and I do in our private times is not for sharing. So so Lord <laughs> Lord Helmet, Viserys, Targary Viserys Targaryen, the, the walker comes, and Crap, Eugene, Eugene tries to hit him, and it's strike one, strike two. And uh, Eugene says, I called dibs, but Abraham- Did he swing twice? I th he, well, there was the two strikes. Two was the slam against the wall. Okay, yeah. I think. Yeah, right? Like, come on, Eugene. What the fuck? K K Tim says, Katie, you can't talk about having a cock till you have a cock. Santovia uh, says, maybe Carol... And I think she's very happy not having a penis. So, Santovia uh, says, maybe Carol's going through the change Don't of life. Sitting next door. Eugene... Um, I never want to hear the word pussy come out of any of your mouths again. <laughs> Michael says... Uh, Michael Lovella <laughs> says, Eugene's lack of experience may lend him to not knowing not to drag the teeth. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I love where this podcast is going. Katie... Damn, shit, you biting. It. Katie, I suck the shit. Bitch, Katie, I don't know why, but pussy sounds very dirty coming out of your mouth. I can't. I don't know. I don't want to go there, but, but I'm sorry. I have to make. <laughs> I have to make well, reference to. Yeah, thank yeah, oh. Thank God for that. Uh, Katie, Katie, I love that you're sport with all of this. Anyways, let's continue. The it's your sport. <laughs> sporty. Your sport. I love your sporty spice over there. <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't think that Walker would have killed Eugene even without Abraham's help. I think I think I agree. I think Eugene probably could have figured that one out eventually himself. I don't think it would. Have uh, he was trying to reach. Maybe he he reaches and that thing gets a hold of him. <laughs> he couldn't reach the next weapon that he was going for. He might have had to figure out that he would need to throw him that way and then grab the new weapon. But like, come on. Like, yeah, you, yeah, like that's why you have it. a shit buddy. So you yeah. don't have to go it alone. 
And that's where I think that Eugene and Denise are in their progression is they're so proud of the fact that they can do this stuff mm. that they don't think they, they should ask for help. Good, great. And that's the next step where they need to get over that pride right. and realize there is no weakness in asking for help when you need it. And Eugene did back, and you not Eugene, Abraham did back off. He stepped off. He let him take the swipe, <laughs> yeah. and then he and then he let him push him up against. Yeah, the he gave him two strikes, drum, he and then he let him reach for the for the thing twice, and he couldn't get it, and so he stepped in. Yeah, he helped him out. Like the, I, yeah, Eugene, calm the fuck down. I gave you a chance. That's why I'm here with you, so nobody gets hurt. You will learn. Today wasn't the day that you that you did. Today is not a good day to die. Today is not Eugene. Today is not a good day to die. Oh, today is the day you learn the lesson that even though you can do alone, doesn't mean you have to or should do Mm -hmm. alone. That's why we are here together. That's why we went out together. That's why. That's why. That's why people can make mistakes or run into situations that we just can't control great like deciding to go down the railroad tracks so uh the chat the chat says phil and joe be careful not to piss off katie good thing uh, crows don't have teeth oh my goodness uh i agree oh, that, beak, that beak can peck through a fucking skull and pick out your brain oh you, you trust trust me we've both pissed off the crows and, and paid the price uh michael says after tonight i'm more convinced of the de- yeah me too if but let's get to let's just get this over the way over out of the way fear the walking dead on the plane episode 18 you have zombies hey, on this knitting needles are allowed on the plane wait one second you have zo- you have zombies on this plane surely you must be kidding I do have zombies on this plane, and don't call me Shirley. Okay, that's enough of that. <laughs> yeah. well, I just like that you're Classic. allowed to bring knitting needles. Yeah. Really? Can I bring a roll of can, can I bring the knitting needles, and uh-huh. she bring the roll of duct tape so I can fashion a handle out of them yeah. on mid-flight and mm. start stabbing people One with set. my ready-made fucking side? Uh-huh. And everybody, the phone lines are open, and our first caller right now is SM Down. Welcome back, buddy. How's it going? Now, the railroad tracks is a bad idea because that's where those other people met them on the railroad, or was it a bad idea just for some other reason? I, how I took it, and I'll let Joe and Katie answer too, how I took it was that Daryl didn't want to go to the railroad tax because it reminded him of the Terminus situation and it was bad mojo, and I think Daryl's kind of a superstitious dude. Yeah. Oh, okay, because I didn't see anything about like them like not um. Of them, like, getting around walkers that um, weren't there or something like that. That's how I took it. I'll, I'll, let, I'll let Joe and Katie give their opinions as well, too. Well, no, that that's how I took it. And I was also thinking when uh, he was with Beth or when Beth disappeared, were, was I don't know, there was something about walking on train tracks around No, that no, no, they were at the house and the dog, the dog distracted them and then they got separated while they were fighting off zombies and then the... Because they got drunk. Because they got drunk. Because they got drunk. And then they decided to burn the house down. Yeah. And then they got. She got stolen in the in the midst. Yeah, she was stolen after they burned. I uh, I don't know. I'm remembering it a little differently. So So I just uh, I just had some weird vague association with train tracks. That was just. uh, I don't know. So the reason why I think that that here's the thing. Yeah, there might be some of the terminus train track like a PTSD thing, maybe Daryl just, it's bad mojo for him or whatever superstition. Uh, but here's the thing. It's the train tracks. You know that there are signs all over the place telling people to walk the tracks to this place Terminus that may not know Terminus doesn't exist anymore, which means, and also, like I said before, when you're going someplace, when you're traveling now, 
it would, you know, you want to always try to go in the direct line, people think. Go straight. The train tracks go straight. The train tracks don't take any turns. They don't go around shit. They go through mountains. They go over fucking rivers. They are straight. They go straight from point A to point B. It's probably the quickest way to walk anywhere. However, that means people are going to be walking the train tracks. And we know people are not what you want to see all the time. So it's a bad idea to take the beaten path. Mm. So when he says, I'm not taking those tracks or any tracks or however he puts it, I felt like it meant more than just the train tracks. It meant I'm not following the beaten path. We're not going to go walk the track. That means that's what people are. I know they kind of stayed on a street in the middle of a town, but still, you not you take the longer road. Don't take a, a you know, a place where ambush could be set up just the tracks is not a good idea the tracks is where a lot of people are going to be traveling on because mm. it's straight from point a to point b and you want to avoid people you just don't want to have that conflict so i think that's why it's it's stay off of the tracks don't ever take the tracks that's one of your rules is to don't not take main roads or main highways it's to try to stay on the off the beaten path to avoid as many people as you can that's I, what i thought yeah, no, I, I'm I I I I agree with your point, and I think I think you're putting a little bit more into it than that, but I I agree with you. I think I think you have a good take on that on what what Daryl's going into and why you probably should stay off the train track. Yeah, ambush people say avoid people ambush. If Michael says that's what I was thinking, Joe. The ambush factor off the tracks. It's uh, New Orleans. They tell you don't fear the ghosts, fear the people. How many walkers the noise of a bullet factory could attract a full size shield and pike these guys could kill hordes all damn long says ray haas the savior's hobos might attack so yeah a lot a lot of good points in the chat right now and a lot of in a good point by you joe on why that you would want to avoid the train tracks and 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 that's just it instead of just being like i ain't taking any tracks it only takes three seconds for daryl to say you know that's where people will be that's the most beaten path that's we want to avoid that like little things like that to grow the education of your community, to, you know, let us know as an audience that these are the things you're teaching each other. That these are the things that you've learned over time. Mm -hmm. that not just like an obstinate, no, we're not taking the tracks because I'm Daryl and I said no. So later I'll say we can and we'll all have like this big fucking dramatic scene at the end of it all. Like, it just, you know, have a reason for something. Stick to that fucking reason for something and don't like, oh... Darn it! She needs a she needs a win. Let's take the let's take the tracks. Like that, it just what? And it was like so, someone said it wasn't even her idea. It was Rosita's idea to take the tracks. Yes, yes. Or was it Denise's idea and Rosita backed her up and Daryl was all like, no, no, no. Hmm. No, it, no. I'm pretty sure it was Rosita's well, idea. Okay. So we go we come back in and we see Daryl scouting out the place and Denise. Yeah, and I thought Rosita took the tracks at first. Mm -hmm. So we come back in and we see we see Daryl and scouting out the place and. Denise is coming in, and the smell is really bad. And uh, Daryl, uh, she looks like she's about to throw up. And Daryl goes, "Are we going to find out what you had for breakfast?" And she says, uh, "Oatmeal, just so you know." So they, they're in this uh, apotheca apothecary, and they're looking for the drugstore section, the uh, pharmacy section. And they 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 spot up. Oh, let's jump in the chat real quick. Welcome back to the show, buddy. It was Denise's idea to take the track. Oh, was Denise's idea to take yeah, the track? She saw it on the map. Ah. And Daryl was like. No, no, no. And then Rosita was trying to agree with Denise, but Denise was just like, 
uh, we shouldn't split up. And was like, well, let's just go with Daryl since Daryl's going to go that way no matter what. Dude, thanks for the fact check. Appreciate it. And then, I, and then I thought, and then Katie and I both thought that Rosita actually went down the tracks and split off from them. And then the next time we saw them again, they were at another set of tracks. Did they meet up? Is that what happened? Mm. Did she go, did she like leave them? No, because I, th because I think, I think there was a scene where there was a moment where they say, Oh, we should just stick together or something like that. That's when, yeah, it was right Denise before, says right. Denise, Denise says, says that. that. And then, and then it looked to me like, like uh, Rosita went down the tracks. Uh, Al says, but they still championed the tracks. Al said, but they still. They agree. The chat agrees with you guys. They said they did split up. Yeah, they, she did leave them. They did split up. Thank you, Q. Fuck well, what was that about? Yeah. So we were. You were right. Yeah, they did split up, and then they met back up at the next scene. We saw them. So we didn't even have like like a. She really went on her own. Like, don't ever do that. Don't ever split up, Denise. You were smart not to split up. Or like Daryl and her going like, okay, maybe we should go find Rosita mm -hmm. because that was not smart of her to go alone. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's no, a, we'll just let her do it. It's awful it, it, in that situation. So, okay, so we're in the drugstore and we look at some pictures of some kids as Denise is smiling at the pictures and we know she's dead. We see the pharmacy sign and Denise is, uh, I, I put Denise is cute and she, uh, she just how she's watching, she's kind of looking at the keychains, looking for one of her name because she knows she's useless in this situation and they open the drug stuff and she's like, oh, we only need these kind of drugs and Daryl and Tara, and not Tara, Daryl and uh, Rosita are like, no, dude, we're taking it all. What are you kidding? No, nope, absolutely, you take it all. Got to catch nope. the, got to catch them all. So they end up here. You, I'm sorry, Joe. If you can't take it all, you take it all. But here's the thing: you might want to leave things that you you don't really need behind, so other people who might be looking for that can find it. But then again, you never know who you're going to come across that needs asthma shit in the future or uh, diabetic shit in the future. So you do, you take absolutely every fucking medication mm -hmm. in that place well, for your own stuff that, that is unnecessary. So huge for, for one quick second, huge yeah. shout out to Ethan. Hey, yeah. Ethan. Take, take what you take, what you absolutely need to take first. And then like, yeah, you don't want to, okay, we're taking everything and take all the absolute take everything. If it's convenient. Take everything if it's convenient. Take what you need if you're if you're right. running out of space, if you're running out of pockets. There's certain things that, like what Katie was saying, there's certain things you don't have to take. Uh, but right. but for you the most have part, two backpacks. That room was fucking full. Why didn't Denise stay in there and tell them, no, 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 we don't need, uh, you know, fucking. Uh, fluoric acid we just don't oh. need that like come on whatever they well, weren't listening understand they were if they were taking everything then what was taking them so long mm. clear the shelves into your backpack and let's go so like, while that while they're taking everything denise listens and she wants to help as she holds her knife out like a brave little hobbit as she hears some some news and it's almost like you're a brave little hobbit but let let gimli do the fighting here as she heads in and she f finds a walker we see some comets comics on the ground the music ra rises and this is where we see the, the this was my horror scene yeah, we see the baby. Like we see the the baby shot. that. Yep, we see the baby that got suffocated and everything like that. We see a rocker, a baby, a baby bed. It's it's really scary in this moment. And then we see on the wall, it's hush, 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 written in the in the the severed baby's foot or the baby's shoe to look like the baby's been drowned in the water. It just is really fucking horrible. As Denise gets ready to bump into something, and this happens. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Oh gosh. 
Is this where she, uh, is this where, oh no, this is where she, uh, Denise is, Denise eventually goes outside and she, she bumps set, into shit and knocks it over. They're like, what are you, stupid? Yeah, and she runs and outside. Like, uh, kinda. <laughs> so, and she runs out and she's all sad <laughs> and she starts crying because she feels useless. And, uh, and they come out and Daryl and Rosita come out and they look down at her. They want to make her feel like she did good, but they both just look at her like, yeah, you really fucked up. Well, and here's the thing. Yeah, well, why don't you, like, Daryl and Rosita, you're kind of fucking assholes. What are you, stupid? Like, that, um, isn't that what they said to I her? don't know if they... No, I, they didn't directly say that. asked if she was okay, and they were kind of looking at her. They gave her the stupid look. Because she feels useless. Yeah, no, she's crying because she feels it's useless. Like, I was kind of like, uh, you know, take this time to explain things to her instead of just barking at her. This is her first time out. She's never been out there. She said it before she left. Explain. But they do. But they do. In in fairness, Joe, in fairness, Joe, Daryl does talk to her right here. And he goes, uh, listen, babe, you know, good fun in this place. They talk. She talks about the twins and all that being a twin in this situation and all that stuff. Daryl talks to her about uh, the brother. Her, she had a brother, Dennis, and they were twins, and nothing scared him. And yeah, this is after the. This yeah. is after that fact. The, the next scene that we get into is Daryl and her talking, and and I agree with you, Joe. You need to teach her in a situation, but ultimately, also in that situation, just get the fuck out of there at that point. You've done. Right. You've been at, that, t- at that point, it's too late. Like there's all, all these teachable moments just are get passed by. You know, and that's and that's an unfortunate thing because it doesn't take much. You have the writers write them a snide remark when you know that they're supposed to be teaching and helping each other. Like use them, use that moment to write that instead. So, you can see that she's okay. So let's listen to this because we're talking about this a lot. Let's listen to how it transitions into them taking the tracks. This music transitions at all. I tried to tell you weren't ready about that. I tried to tell you. I'm not going to say I told you so, but... So is he older? And then they talk about the brothers and sisters for a second, but eventually it just goes... Daryl just turns it around... When the when they make the connection my about their brothers, they make a connection. Sounds like my brother. That's when Daryl goes, "Okay, well, let's take the tracks this time." What the what about that has to do with that? I don't know. It and Daryl signed her death warrant, as Tommy Truth says. It, well, here's the thing. Like I said, when you when you tell me stuff like because it's TV and or because it's the writers said so, that tells me we didn't have to go down the tracks. They could have had them pop out from behind any fucking building along the road by not taking the tracks, by still doing the smart thing. It wasn't like this needed to be done on the tracks. This wasn't something that you don't, like, it's kind of something you don't take the tracks. Maybe they're using the tracks also because it's from point A to point B. So that's why you don't take the tracks. Joe, you do. they could have had the same ambush in town. And we could have still stayed off the tracks and had a learnable, teachable moment. Okay. Joe, will you do me a favor and read Corey Mitchell's comment? Corey, she isn't useless. She is a motherfucking doctor. Absolutely right. She mm-hmm. has read her, the comment. You finish the finish the you comment. You don't ask your doctor to do your fuck. You don't ask the doctor to do your taxes. You could care less how great the doctor is at fighting zombies. Correct. Being a doctor is an important job. Correct. Corey. Correct. You don't. Bones doesn't go on the mission. You send a paramedic on the mission to stabilize whatever motherfucker gets hurt on the away team and have him beamed back to Doctor Bones, who can take care of a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You don't send the doctor out like that. The main doctor, no. 
You don't do it. The only fucking doctor. You don't do it. No, please, Dr. Denise. Please, please, please. We will go and bring this back. You've done good. It might be pointless for you to go. There might be nothing there. And if there isn't anything there, we've risked your life for absolutely nothing. Please stay back. Thank you for telling us where it is. We will go get it. They need you here. What if someone out hoeing in the fucking garden cuts off a toe while you're gone? What if someone helping to build the wall cuts off a finger while, while you're gone? Come on. In what fairness, Richie A says Bones did go in missions, but, but that's he beside did, but Kirk you, did too. So, it would be better to say Crusher. I mean, Crusher sometimes went on missions, but or Julian did too. Doctor and Star Trek went on missions a lot. But I know your point, Joe. I agree with your overall point. It's just a bad example. Good point. So as the doctor we, doesn't go with the combat team, you send a fucking on medic Star Trek. The they on Star team. Trek they do though, on Star Trek they do. Julian, Julian and uh, Bones always go in their own, always go in their own missions because they're because they're badasses that way. Because they, you know why, you know why in the military they make doctors like captains and lieutenants immediately, so they're not put in fucking combat. Doctors are commodities. Doctors are. <laughs> Ju- fucking- jo- I have a quick comment before it runs past. Johnny <laughs> says next time they'll be sending Judith on runs. Right? Bones right. had and Corey She's says gotta learn sometime. Corey adds Bones had combat training though. He was more of a combat medic. And so and so was Julian being genetically enhanced and everything like that. Julian but the, Yeah, uh, it, but the 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 point is is you don't send the doctor, the smartest. No, no, you don't send. But fuck that, Joe. Out. You just don't send that person out there. She shouldn't have gone out. She's not uh, she's not cl- equipped yet. Maybe one day she will be if they trained her right, but she isn't there yet. So anyways, so we head down and we see our team walking down the tracks and Denise walking off the path to go up to a car. She looks in and a walker jumps to the window and uh, Gene Simmons looking walker or something like that. She sees a cooler in there and Denise says, Daryl and uh, Rosita, there's a uh, there's a cooler in here. We should get the cooler. And that was another cool horror moment. Like, and they really filmed it well with the music and the shot. Really cool. And I really like that. It, it Darryl- really felt like a horror genre like it's supposed to be. Daryl and Rosita are basically like, uh, come on, we got a lot of drugs. Today was a success. We'll come back tomorrow for that. D- don't worry about that. So Denise doesn't take that. She's going to do this herself. So she takes her blade. She goes in. She opens the car. She goes and grabs the cooler, does the quick zip grab. But then she gets tackled by the walker, and the walker gets on top of her. She flips it on, ends up on top of her, on top of the walker. Daryl and Rosita come to help her, but... She goes, no, don't help me. And she ends up killing the walker. They both look at her like, what the fuck did you just do? Are you a fucking moron? Why did you do this? And she eventually does get sick and says this. Oh, my glasses. I, she th- I'm sorry, half of that got cut off. She threw up on her glasses. Poor girl. I love her response to the whole thing. And Daryl jumps back. <laughs> awesome. yep. No, like it doesn't, fa- doesn't face her that she pukes. Except that it, she puked on her glasses. And what yeah, was that? Yeah, I did puke? that. And what? Oatmeal. <laughs> Joe. It, and what? Joe, jump to Critch's comment. I want to hear that in your voice. Uh, and if she had to go, you go with three cars. And her protected like the president. Jesus, the doctor is mission critical for the entire population. Especially well, when you, you start training other people to be able to. Great point, yep. Katie. But I'm just going to add, especially when you had half your population of this group at one point die because mm-hmm. of the fucking flu. So you should be extra attentive on the protection of doctors. Okay, so as well, she... It, I was just going to say, mm-hmm. I thought the whole, like, her point of why I have to go with you guys was that she knows, she can identify the drugs like and the what they're used now. for. But then they get there and, and Daryl is just like, yeah, let's take it all. Yep. 
So, hmm. Yeah, the plan is to take all of anything that's there. <laughs> wait, 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 I'm sorry, oh. Joe. That was the funniest thing I've heard. Katie's uh, just, hmm. I just want to say, hmm. hmm. No, no, exactly. She and when we when we get to the pharmacy to the to the apothecary, she does nothing but like almost get herself killed and then go outside and cry. Again, why is there no central mm. leadership in Alexandria? No, says no, Al. Yep, and exactly. I don't ask my dentist to paint my house. Again, there's uh, if you're a doctor in this show, you're fucking dead. Holy shit, fucking dead. You're fucking dead. Let's jump into here. So she finds a cooler and hot damn, it's orange soda. And Daryl starts. Daryl starts yelling at her. He's like, he, he's like, what the fuck? You could have almost died. What the hell's going on? You died because of soda, because of a six pack, a six pack of soda. And and he goes, she goes, no, just because of one. And orange crush. Just because of orange crush. And someone said it earlier. They can't get enough Joe versus the volcano episodes uh, references. Whenever I talk about orange soda, I can't help but think about everything. Fanta kills says Tom himself. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the funniest thing I've read. The long Fanta kills. <laughs> that's hilarious. So, uh, so for a couple of sodas, no, there's just one. She comes back and Rosita says, are you seriously this stupid? <laughs> are you fucking, do you, do you have any clue? Uh, and, and she, Denise says, do you have any clue what this all means to me? I have training, uh, no surgery. I asked to come, uh, because because uh, I was brave like my brother, I asked you to come, uh, Daryl. Because you're brave like my brother, and I asked you to come, Rosita. Because you're stronger than you think. You give me because you give me hope. I think I have you're this part of it. Because you're alone. You like, got something to say like, to me? You gonna clear the air? Oh no, I'm sorry. That's the scene before. That that's the next. That's the next scene. That's the uh, that's that's the, that's the uh, Dwight scene. I, I must not have got this. But yeah, she she starts she starts yelling at 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 both of them. Uh, I could have gone and I could have told Tara I love her, uh, but I want to go out here. It's not stupid facing my shit. And she just yells and keeps going, gets in their face, just screaming at them. You guys, blah blah blah. blah you guys, motherfuckers. And she gets shot right in the head with the fucking arrow. And mid-sentence. Mid-sentence. And I think it's funny that, so what, she asked them to come so she could have, like, a group therapy session with these two out on the road? Or she asked them to come because they were the smartest and best warriors, and she figured, if anybody's going to be able to protect me, and if I listen to anything anybody says, these are the two that I should. And so what does she do? Everything they tell her not to do. (laughs) Don't go over to that car. Stay there. Leave that walker, that one walker in that room alone. Like, okay, you are absolutely not ready for this, for any of this. And the first thing that shows us that, like, you don't go in. Is that what you did when the first day at, like, at doctor training school? They were like, all right, we're going to learn. This is a scalpel. Oh, well, let me just take that scalpel and cut right the fuck in you. Like, this is your first day leaving the fucking town. I'm sorry. She didn't participate in the big zombie slaughter either. Like, <laughs> so- she didn't. She was in working on Carl's fucking eye. She has what makes us think that she's at all in any way, Corey's, shape or form, ready to leave this compound and go fight fucking zombies. And Corey, shit. Corey said she was yelling, hey, it's me. Hit me right here. Hit me. She was just yelling. Come on, guys. She's like a she's like a savior alarm. Yeah, they're out there yelling at the top of their lungs. Smart. You could have died killing those saviors, both of you, but you didn't. 
You want to live, you take chances. That's how it works. Like yelling That's like an idiot. Did. Whoa, 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 I'm sorry. Don't take chances. Wait, no, no, you, you're fucking careful. You want to live, you're fucking careful. You don't fucking right. take chances. Okay, but you sometimes take chances, but yelling out in the middle of a, of whatever. Uh, uh, let's, let's hear the no, end. Take chances if you have to, not because you choose to. You take chances when only necessary. The only time you should ever be like, well, it's a big fucking risk is if you need to take the risk. You don't need to take the tracks. Go around. Joe, the tracks are a Joe, risk. Joe, let's honor the... the example that's been set for everyone. Let's, let's honor the dead and hear her final words here, too. But, yeah, I agree with you, Katie. It is, it is kind of the standard that's been set. Let's listen to uh, Denise's final words. Nope. Just this one. Just this one. Just this one fucking thing. This one fucking thing. So I, I can mute it for a few seconds while, while we're talking here. I just need my remote control. Yeah, just give me my remote Seriously? That stupid? Are you seriously this fucking stupid? Are you? Are you? Yeah, we it. must be because we took you? you out here with us. There was yeah. no reason for you to fucking come. Really? When it comes down to it, yes, they must. Exactly, Joe. They must be that fucking stupid for letting you out here and not telling you to shut up a little bit, too. I have training in this shit. I'm not making it up as I go along, like with the stitches and the surgery and the... What is she talking about there? Like, is she talking about a being a, a psychiatrist? So like, is, so like now, human now interaction. In this shit, in what shit? In us telling you that you shouldn't go... In what? In you... Needing orange you soda? Doing something stupid, like going to fight a zombie over one fucking soda? Doing something... I oh, understand. You feel you need to do, you Joe, need to get your orange Joe, soda. Joe, Joe, one second, Joe. In fairness, I do want to say... I understand the need for morale. There's a great episode of Lost where Curly builds a golf course so they all can like relax from the shit that's going on every day. I agree. You do need some, even in this world, I think you need some sort of recreation and feeling good about some things sometimes. Sure. So I get where she's coming from. But again, it doesn't mean she needs to be the one that goes out there and gets it herself. I just want to make it clear that I get what she's saying. I get that she's saying that she, it's about love. It's about the connection. It's about making Tara feel good when she delivers that thing for her. I understand it all 100%. I get that. That's beautiful. That is a beautiful thing and something I think you do ultimately need to keep. The, at least I would feel like I needed to keep even in that situation. You'd be like, Phil, toughen up. I'm like, no, I need to be happy for a second. You'd be like, shut the fuck up, Phil. Don't be happy. I need to be happy. I would be like that. I feel like I would be Denise in this world. But I wouldn't go on this fucking mission because I'm not an idiot. Yep. <laughs> I know you love Coca-Cola, but if I'm not ready to go out and go track down your Coca-Cola for you, I'm not going to go do that. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to take that chance for you. If I come across one while I'm out, I'll still grab it for you, Denise. But I'm not going out there just for a Coca-Cola, and neither should fucking you. Don't go fighting zombies over a Fanta. It's just, I, like, and then she breaks it down, and she tries to do some, like, huge, like... This is where this is where she gets into it. And, and this is where she just, gets into it, Joe. Let's listen to the final, uh, Denise's final point here i asked you to come with me because you're brave like my brother and sometimes you actually make me feel safe and i wanted you here because you're alone <laughs> well i wanted you to come in because the the, the writers need to give you more storyline believe for the first time in your life and because you're stronger than you think you are which gives me hope that maybe i can be too oh coming soon it's coming soon Oh my God. I could have gone with Tara. I could have told her I loved her, but I didn't. Because I was afraid. That's what's stupid. Not coming out here, not 
Okay, hey. when you're giving this speech in The Walking Dead, you're dead so soon. I was just screaming at my television at this point. Dead, 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 being, dead, 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 dead. Being afraid is what's going to keep you alive. Being fearful helps keep you alive. That's why we have this response. That's why it's there built into us. You're supposed to flinch when you hear a big bang behind you. Couple because people. It means danger, and danger means, oh no, I might, I might die. Let me take some sort of precaution. <laughs> Let's jump Fear in. This a natural response. You need to have that, like. And you, yeah, and <laughs> so you need she's, to know how to manage and, it. And too, you need to know how to. Can also get you killed. Great, po great and, point, and Katie. One way to manage it is to not go out before you're ready. Mm -hmm. She's has not. She like I said, she didn't participate in the great zombie slaughter of 16. Let's jump it. Let's jump in the chat really quickly. Tom says, not that kind of coke, Joe, right? Uh, e. Martinez yeah. says, the fucking ramblings about being afraid to say I love you. Who gives a shit? Uh, KLC says, shut the fuck up, Denise. And, uh, and Almeida says, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck, uh, Denise. Paging Dr. Meat Shield, says Corey. Paging Dr. Meat Shield. And here we go. Let's listen to Dr. Meat Shield uh, finish up her life here my shit and it makes me sick that you guys aren't even trying because you're strong and you're smart and you're both really good people yep. and if you don't wait oh. right. because if they were trying they wouldn't be on the tracks Daryl Witness said okay we can go on the tracks because he just gave up in that moment I guess oh, I guess you were about to say something. yeah I just think whether she was ready or not debatable whatever but to ultimately be ready and get the experience where you can go out on actual missions, this would be kind of the perfect thing to go out on to for your first time and your second time. This is what people who are going to be going out should be doing on their initial outings. Because no, you're never ready for what you're going to see, especially if you've never seen it. Mm. I don't think that she should have gone just by virtue of the fact that she's a doctor. But other than that, they just ran into some really bad luck and yes, made a few bad decisions, but this should have been a simple mission that turned bad because of other variables. Fair, fair, fair enough. Which, and which is why, because of those variables, because of those variables, that's why you don't take the doctor and the doctor yes, the has doctor. Sure. Right. The doctor, can, Jesse, yes. Jesse, the doctor can be more useful and can by teaching others hmm. by just agreed. Yeah, this just, Yes, we are stupid. They are stupid. They took her with them. They took the tracks. They, they're, they're doing stupid shit. Tom's just to jump in the chat, really. Tom says the recap with the audio. Good call, Phil. Thank you. I figured some of these lines, which shows I can do it. I think it's a good touch to be able to have the audio. We'll see how YouTube handles the uh, copyright stuff to see if we'll do it again. Uh, Dwight's face burn was kind of underwhelming. Says, welcome, random Grove Street thug. Uh, Michael, it was an M moment. Uh, bullseye. <laughs> when you heard that, someone said when I heard that sound, it was awful. They're mega stupid. I do want to read a couple comments that I noticed in the live chat right around this time that I thought were really, really funny that I could capture. So many of them were great, but I just was able to save a couple. Critch says, note to self, conducting feelings discussions in hostile territory is not optimal. Corey said, hey, Denise, could you scream saviors a little bit louder? I don't think they hurt you. And when you killed all the fucking saviors. And then, at, the and then after this point, when uh, Eugene shows up, added, and obviously Eugene has not learned to talk to strangers. Hitchhiking a ride with people you don't know. Eugene, that's a bad idea. <laughs> and then in the commercial break for that, they make us watch Denise die again. 
They they made sure they're like, oh, did you miss that? Let's yeah. watch Denise die again. How's that feel? I just like how Abraham was pissed at Eugene and was like, I'm leaving you behind now, you stupid fuck. Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, we'll no. get to that in a second. It's uh, oh yeah, oh, we've oh, we've got to mention that. Yeah, Eugene ended up just leaving Abraham and saying, "Fuck you, I'm I'm out of here." Abraham left Eugene. Abraham left yeah. Eugene. Abraham was like, "Oh, I'm fired. Yeah, you I'm don't fu- need my services yeah. anymore." I'm not good. We mentioned that you don't need my services anymore. We've got to talk about that a little bit. You're right. And uh, he ends up saying, "Okay, fine. Fuck you. I'm out of here. Screw you." Welcome, Brianna. Welcome. And what we see in a lot of new friends in here. And thank you to everybody that's jumped in here tonight. Really appreciate all of you guys. So our next scene that we see is, I believe, this one. Yeah. Oh, that was a quick scene. <laughs> okay, that was enough, enough of that. But our next scene is Daryl with Dwight. They go back and forth, and it's a standoff. He has the crossbow, and Daryl says, I should have killed you. Yeah, you should have killed me. Yep, you should have. So- I tell you, though, this crossbow's got a hell of a kick. I wasn't meaning to shoot her. <laughs> you got something to say to me? He was trying to shoot Daryl next, like, right Can past her head, here? trying to hit Daryl. Step up on that high horse. No. <gasps> You don't talk much. <laughs> you don't talk much, motherfucker, do you? I should have killed you. Probably should have. Yep, I should have killed you. Probably should have, motherfucker. Yeah, you should have. And yeah, I wasn't naming at her. Definitely pulls. It's and they have Eugene and uh, and Rosita introduces herself, and we get this that off the wonderful moment about I'm Rosita, and Dwight gets a little bit of an erection, and it. Eugene spots Abraham out in the corner somewhere. And yeah, they asked how little did they Behind oil barrels. Behind an oil barrel. And a pile of oil barrels just sitting on the tracks. Oral barrels. Oral, oral, oral barrels. It's a, it's a, a stack of oil barrels just along the tracks, just sitting there. <laughs> oral tires and, the tires or, and oil wait, barrels. Wait, Joe, did you say oral barrels? You're thinking about you're thinking about what's coming next here. You, so, so Eugene says, uh, "I got one track mind. I really do." Tonight you do, yeah. Tonight, it's hard not to. Yeah, just tonight. A one train track mind. <laughs> Eugene says Abraham deserves to die more than the rest of the three of us. Question, right? Oh yeah, if you're gonna kill someone, don't kill Rosita. She's got a nice ass. Don't kill Daryl. He'll teach you how to use that crossbow better. And hunt some badger. That grade A gingered asshole behind the fucking oil barrels. (laughs) Kicks like a bitch. Kicks like a bitch, yep. That's nothing personal. Here we go. Look, this isn't how we like to start new business arrangements. But, well, you pricks kind of set the tone, didn't you? What do you want? I'm sorry, darling. I didn't didn't catch your name. What's your name? What's your name, buddy? Or Dwight. You can call me either. I'm Pedro, and we oh. and we also like to mention that that his face looks burnt, uh, different than the last oh. time we have seen him. And Eugene's uh, Rosita and him introduce each other. Dwight also mentions in this moment we like to kill one person, maximum impact. This is what's going to happen. You're going to take us back to where you guys are from and show us your stuff. Let us in the front door, so they don't know that they're the same people that blew up their buddies and killed more people that that hasn't connected the dots and passed its way through the through the organization obviously i'm thinking that the saviors think that that's hilltop that did that they have no clue that they think that these are completely different people 
Well, it, it's yeah. It's, there were no. There was no one alive. Say. I want to point out. No, to, to just to go to Bill's quince. I did not think Eugene was legitimately selling Abraham out. I think he was just. No. I just think he was. Uh, he was buying time. Yeah, I, I do too. I want to. I want to. It's interesting point you mentioned that uh, Dwight looks different with the, the with the burning. Case. So, I think we're to assume that he was on the kill kill room floor. I also want to say, oh. and and it might have been time. Uh, uh, you know, I, we don't know how long since. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Good one, Joe. So, I, oh. um, I also want to say that maybe, um, huh. maybe there was a little bit of foreshadow there too, when we first see Dwight. One of the scenes is when they're in the burnt forest. They even mention it tonight. Those people from the burnt forest. Hmm. You should have killed them. I should have killed them. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the people that they go <laughs> find were were burnt and under the melted glass from the from the from the house. And so maybe there's like. A nice little foreshadow there that that scene took place in the burnt forest, and mm -hmm. then Dwight is then burnt later when we next see him again. F fair enough. From our team, I think I, I'm I'm going to whistle past the graveyard here. I'm pleading the fifth on this situation, but that's, it, that's just what I, I pulled. But down. no, interesting interesting point, Joe, that I'm going to whistle past the graveyard with. That's all I'm going to say. So Eugene says that uh, Abraham deserves to die more than the other three of us, but he does it as just sort of like a setup thing. He's a first class a hole, and he deserves it so much more than us three. You kill him, and here we go. Let's get let's get to the call. Go check it out. Go check it out. One, two, three. Do it. Do it, Eugene. Do it. Fight that fucking cock. Fight it. Yeah. Fight and so in the cock. in the no midst in the midst of the situation, he gets a solid mouth grip on the cock. Bam! Screams it. Oh, he loves that. I just started thinking I about. Bet you he's Pissed he's holding a, cross, a crossbow instead of a fucking pistol. Oh, yes, or a knife or something. <laughs> or a yeah, knife. or like a bat. Why doesn't something. he have a knife on his side? Welcome, I mean, Pia. Like, oh, there's got to be something. Why aren't you? Why are you yeah, just screaming? Just scream. Yeah, he doesn't like, like hit him or anything. Like, like, he's just, he is paralyzed with the pain of this dude's Yep, screaming his, with pain, but you still punch this guy something. in the face. You want that shit to stop. You don't just yeah. pull your. your you don't pull away from a bite. You feed a bite. And I know it's like the absolute wrong fucking response. But there's two things he's One got second to do at this moment. You either start punching him in the bridge of the fucking nose as hard as he can. And in the eye, like, mm. or he needs to, like, jam his head and everything that's in his mouth, like, down his fucking throat. Oh, my goodness. Feed that bite to open up that mouth. Like, the, you don't have many choices, but you got to do one. You don't just sit there and scream. We've, uh, and, we, we, yeah, and maybe that's, please, maybe that's please. exactly what you do. I haven't been put in that situation. Well, uh, we, we got a caller. One sec, one second. Welcome back to the show, buddy. Hey, what's up? They got to go get Carol back, don't they? I mean, uh, for the nope. war that's coming with Negan's group that hasn't really been killed yet mm -hmm. or whatever, you need a Carol yeah. in there, don't you? I think, good, good question. I think that's what da I think that's what Daryl's doing in our scenes from next week. I think Daryl's basically saying that same situation. I need to go out. And, uh, we, we can't do this I with a Carol. Need, and it is a decision. I say you need to let her go. And because you don't go, you don't go run after her because how many of you is okay to die to try to convince her to come back? And she might not, you have to let people leave if they want to leave. Fair enough. If Fair she enough. wanted to talk to you, if she wanted anything of your input, she would have come to you and sought your advice before she took Before off. we go too far though, I want to talk about this ball biting scene in the sense of a couple of people mentioned this in the chat and it reminded me of it too, of an amazing scene in Oz where Beecher bites someone, some dudes, uh, it's, it's not Schillinger, it's Robson's cock at one point in time when he's forcing That's him 
go down on them in uh, when we get sent to uh, Gen Pop in Oz. Fucking totally reminded or Andy Dufresne. Yeah, totally reminded me of an Oz moment. So uh, great stuff right there. And he just grabs the cock. And I also imagine Jay in Silent Bob or Jay in uh, Jay in Silent Bob's movie going, he loves the cock right there in that moment as, as Eugene just digging into that shit. And uh, let's uh, let's jump in the chat. He had a gun right next to his head. He could have popped him in the head. Uh, Dwight's balls now match his face thanks to the redneck scientist. <laughs> Someone says, generally, I slip them 20 that's when they great, buy that's a great That's a great idea for a TV show. It's like Bill Nye, the science guy kind of show. The redneck scientist. I'm Phil Nye, the redneck science guy. So... So Abe and Rosita look at each other through the crossfire and Daryl does some shooting as they all just, as we all just get into a mad bedlam once the cock bite happens and Abraham, Rosita, they make eye contact and they work well as a team together and with, in this aspect and Eugene's just still on that cock. He's just not letting go of that cock. Not letting go, no, that's your, that's his only fucking move. You, you die with that thing in your mouth or he, he dies Mm -hmm. or passes out in pain. Yep. Like, I die, that's fine, but I'm taking pieces of you with as me. Tom, as Tom himself says, chew, swallow, repeat. Chew, you swallow, can repeat. You your cock out of my cold, dead mouth. And, oh my goodness, nice Charles Heston comment, Joe. So, mass shooting as... And there's just a mass like action sequence here that's going on as Dwight eventually gets his cock loose from Eugene's mouth and and he go he goes fall back everyone fall back as Dwight shoots a few more times and Daryl ends up racing after him but Rosita calls back to Daryl because ultimately Eugene has been shot as well. So we go over to a, it's a flesh wound. It's a it's just a flesh wound. As we go over to a quick dead Denise, we see Denise is shot and we see Eugene is shot as well. Rosita's trying to hold the cut in together, and I got actually really emotional in this scene for whatever reason. Uh, Abraham comes over too, and Daryl's freaking out. It's just a very emotional moment of the scene uh, with thinking that we're gonna lose two characters right back to back right like that. They pick him up, they drag him off, they leave Denise on the tracks dead, but they'll come back for her. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, Eugene is ends up being alive. And in our next Eugene scene, is this the, is this the next Eugene scene? We'll just grazed him. It's a good thing we got him back when we did. Yep. Antibiotics we picked up could save good him from Good thing we have infection. a doctor here. No, good life. Good thing we, we make that we uh, have to rationalize why the doctor's <laughs> useless right now. Here. They're like, oh yeah, we, we did what Denise would have done in this situation. Good. 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 I'm glad. I'm glad. Well, Everything's they have okay. The drugs because of Denise. Yeah, they have the drugs because of Denise. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, Dingleberry's why you don't let the doctor go. A, she gets killed while she's out there. And B, because now you're bringing back people who are injured and you don't have a fucking doctor. <laughs> Let's Even t- if she wasn't dead out there, but she was still gone, and people that were out, like Abraham and Eugene, came back, and one of them was injured, she wouldn't be there to help the person with their bullet wound. Let's this jump. Is why the doctor should please, please don't leave. Please. Joe, let's jump in the chat real quick. Eugene says, need to teach the Alexandrians cockbiting 101. Corey says, I don't always buy a uh, guy's junk, but when I do, it belongs to the saviors. And I drink Dosliakis. <laughs> Stay thirsty, my friends. Uh, let's jump it we also have a caller our buddy sm down what's going on buddy uh yeah what's are y'all talking about you um eugene and and uh oh yeah the doctor's usefulness to be fair 
the doctor was just someone they said, hey, be the doctor. It wasn't actually a trained doctor. Pretty much, no, she was like, she could be yeah, like, hey, Carl, you uh, be the doctor now, because it was just some person that they randomly picked no. that learned how in fair, Katie Joe, what do you guys got to say to that? She, she is a doctor of psychiatry, but to get a doctorate in psychiatry, you have to go through all of the same residencies and all of that stuff that an, any medical doctor does, because you are a medical doctor. Okay, yeah. she's I, not just a. They're, they're still. They're, she's still an MD. She's just specialized in psychiatry. She yep. still had to do a registry, a re, uh, residency in the emergency Internships room. And Internships and Internships in 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 the emergency room and geriatric psych and regular psych I've, that's like where she went and specialized but like they have to do all these rotations and residencies and internships and they go through training all in all of these fields um so she has to know some of this stuff she just it was very basic course she passed it and she went on to do yeah, what she wanted to do which was psychiatry the more the more you know joe the more you know, the more you know. But, so, but, so thank she you does, she does have a base in the knowledge and she is able to read the books and the manuals <clears> that she <throat> has available to her to learn more plus what she was learning from porch dick in the first yes. place yeah so let's listen to a little bit more here which was not much which was get the fuck out i don't like you around let's listen to eugene awake in everything you okay He's away. You said I had choices. Mm -hmm. You have them too. You have them too. <laughs> Tell me your choices. Could be thirty years for us here. Oh, I'm so I'm sorry. This is before. This is uh. This is later. This is uh. This is the Sasha and the Abraham uh, love situation. Which come on in. Come on in and fuck me. And, but I meant, I meant to say Eugene's awake and said, <laughs> Eugene says, I'm awake. I'm not trying to kill you. Uh, do you apologize? Do you question my skill? I'm sorry. I wanted to play that quote, but I, yeah. but I don't have it on, on uh, tap. You know how to, I, I'll, I'll admit this. You know how to bite a dick. <laughs> Welcome to the second yeah, you world. Didn't, you didn't have to bite a dick to, to prove it, but. Way to go above and beyond. <clears throat> yes. I've been, and then he goes, I've been on the second level for a while now. And uh, no. If you remember your last conversation, or right before you went into that uh, smelting factory there, you were like, I'm starting the second level. <laughs> so you've only been on it for like a couple hours now. Yeah, so... the cock put you there, but hey, you're there. Oh. So Hell, I'll even give you level three. You went the extra distance and took one for the team. So, so our next, our next scene that we get after that, we get the Abraham and the Sasha stuff, which we kind of talked about. They're a couple now. So then we go off to Daryl and Carol digging graves and we see Daryl taking a drink of the booze as they're burying Denise and uh, Carol watches in concern. She said, she said, listen, you, you were right. You were right. I knew it when you said it. You should have killed him. I, it's interesting when you're watching it, you don't realize how much space is taken with just yeah. music and things between the between the, the lines. It's but just, it's just interesting to me too that it's not the, it's not the people. Like she's like, oh no, I think I've killed eighteen <clears throat> or twenty people, and that's what impacts her. Not like the fact that she had to drag a little girl out back and put one in her head, look at oh. the little flowers. That's one of like, the eighteen. That, that's one of the eighteen. Just one of the nineteen. Just one of the one the twenty. That girl was crazy. Yeah, Joe, in fairness, like, that girl was fucking crazy. Uh, yeah. So, uh, right. 
in fairness like in it, fairness so no i hear what you're and saying she knows she, she knows daryl's right which means she knows she if even if she wants to go live on her own in the woods she's gonna have to kill for herself yep mm -hmm. So, so then or, she won't be endangering die. anyone else if she can't. This all eventually leads into uh, the wonderful Judd Hirsch show, Dear John. Dear John, by Carol. You I, were right. You were right. I need I to break. When you said it. I need to break up. Oh no, the, I, the, I just have that scene go on. It's mainly music, but then we get Carol's Dear John letter to Tobin, where she is basically leaving the community and breaking up with him. And we see, we see that's counterpointed with the beginning scene that we saw being done again, the uh, the repetition beginning scene of of uh, Gabriel and the couple. Uh, uh, Sasha and the whole intro sit with the same mix up, but this time with Carol's breakup note. Carol says, I can't love anyone because I can't, because I have to kill everybody or I can't kill anybody. It's, uh, she, she just, she continues for a while and she goes on and we end up just getting this whole big intense feeling as Carol is leaving. And, uh, and that's, and then we end on Morgan just to remind you that this is all thanks to Morgan. <laughs> With Morgan looking really fucked up. And it's weird how they did it in the sense that they had our dear, dear John Leonard to Tobin. And they showed Tobin for like a second. But the majority of the focus in this scene was on everything that's going on in Alexandria. And then ended on Morgan to make you know, make sure you know that Morgan's to blame for this shit. We have other people want to. Well, that will never change. I don't know. Oh, okay. Was he, he just looking that and noticing that she isn't that there anymore? Not there. Yeah, she's was, not there it anymore. It was like swinging in the wind and creaking or something. Yeah. So that is basically the end of our recap. So let's take some calls. Phone lines are open. Welcome, SM da SMB down. What's going on, buddy? I don't think Morgan was to blame for this shit. I do. I think more. I, I think Morgan influenced her. I think Carol would have gotten to the point where she was. Horrified by all the killings she had done mm. with or without Morgan's input. Good point. I don't think I, I don't think she really cared about it then, and I think later on, she didn't really care about his input. She just felt um, fucked up after killing all those people. <laughs> As always, like dude. Normal, like a normal person would. Rick had a point where he felt fucked up about yeah. killing people, and then he went reverse. Right back around and started to say, "Killing people is good again. Maybe Carol will get there again. Maybe good. Morgan will get yeah. there again." Good, good point. Good point by the caller in the sense that he might have got there. Katie, you said you agree with that. I agree that it wasn't Morgan's fault. Mm. I think he bore some influence in there, but she would have gotten there eventually because there were other aspects that would influencing her uh, change. Her transition. Her transition. I don't, when, when, Death of the cookie bitch. So, sorry, when you say the change in transition, I just start thinking of menopause commercials or something like that. Carol's yeah. Carol's transition. No, I don't. No, not I, really, I really hope she changes. The change of life. Yeah. Happens. I want to see her bathed in blood while she's out on her walkabout and she comes to her senses and comes back to the group. Mm. You know, because here's the thing. Yeah, killing is hot. Killing is not supposed to be easy. Killing is supposed to be hard. You're not supposed to enjoy it. You're supposed to do it only if you have to do it, only for the people you love and when they're in danger. Joe, not do you know what also isn't hard anymore? <laughs> that fucking uh, Dwight's dick. Is it ever going to be hard again, Joe? Might not be. 
it, it might be actually kind of hard for a little while because it's going to be kind of swollen and bruised and maybe like... Joe, I love you and I agree with everything you're saying, but we've just had another request via the text message. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Joe. Uh, yeah. Oh. Someone, someone said in the comments this week, Phil, stop telling Joe to shut the fuck up. Because if you don't stop, so he's going to go Negan on you. I'm not, te- I'm not personally telling Joe to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm not personally telling him to shut the fuck up. So uh, let's jump in the chat here. Daryl got his bike back, crossbow back. Uh, it's it's going to get back, yes. Uh, so Johnny, you're saying they're trying to protect her by taking her out on these last brutal episodes. Uh, what was your... Uh, rehashing old scripts and getting rid of Carol before shit hits the fan, says Johnny Rico. Uh, Maggie's pregnancy got Carol and made her see things differently, says Lola Martin. That's one of it, yeah. Very that good point. Tim Gersh in the motherfucking house. And uh, yes, I think this is probably, uh, let, let's take a few more comments before we call this a recap. And uh, let's, we got another text message. Love this episode. What are you guys seeing happening in the final two episodes? It looks like Daryl is in danger next week. Yeah, next week's episode looks like it is, or at least from the previews, seems like it's Daryl finding out that Carol's gone and going after him and mm-hmm. being put in, putting himself in danger. And as people, anyone who watched my season six prediction video, <laughs> I do think Daryl is in danger of, yeah. of some stuff. But... I don't want to get too far down that, that road, but I do think Daryl's in some danger. I also think the next episode will get probably get a lot of Alexandria's dealing with the Carol situation and, and of some people that we didn't see in this episode uh, setting themselves up for where they're going to be in the finale. Yeah. So yeah, there, right. there'll be a little bit of a lull in there because there's only two episodes left. I think tomorrow, I don't think they're going to give us two big full action-packed episodes but they do tend to like to go out on an action based mm. episode. So I think we're going to have a little bit of setup for what's coming. Like, uh, where's Carol? Oh my God, let's go get her. Yeah. Um, some, like it looked like Daryl was either tracking her or trying to hunt down all the, the all the saviors. In which case, if that's what he's doing, I'm wondering, like, even if you're great at that and, and all like you, do your best to camouflage yourself, I guess. You're going to be going on this, like, covert mission. Like... Denim is great camouflage. <laughs> a, few, a few more comments before we call it an evening. Crit says, everything is Morgan's fault. The zombie horde doesn't wreck Alexandra without Morgan. Everything flows from that. Morgan, get a knife to the back of the fucking head. Ray says, we need an epic Joe rant tonight. Uh, rewind earlier. The first, for, in the first hour or so, we had a couple of, like, epic, crazy Joe rants tonight. Uh, Brown Sugar uh, says, is Dwight loyal to the Saviors because he didn't even try to get away from them? Very interesting. I do think we might see more of that as we get on. Uh, I want to talk around that a little bit because of comic spoilers. Motown investor Carol went to kill Negan personally. I would not be surprised if that. That's and, my- see, and see, I'm actually hoping that that's the case, that that Carol said, you know, wrote this letter to them because she she still doesn't want to be known as, like, Combat Carol. She wants to be known as Mom. Mm. You know, it's still part of her guys for some reason, maybe, but Maybe she is. Maybe she is just going out to do it. Do maybe it Joe. But do you know what we're doing? We're calling. Okay. We're saying good night to all of our friends. So everybody. Nighty night. Uh, Tom says, do you guys think Carol might have the same end that you have? Maybe it's gonna be very interesting. Oh, oh, oh! I wanted to say yes. one last thing too. Yes, Joe. Take the caller. Um, oh. I don't know. Uh, n- welcome. Last, last comment, buddy. What's going on? 
Yeah, good, good, la good last, good last point, buddy. And thank, thank you so well, much for the call. Yeah, that, that's ultimately they would, they think that they got Negan at this point, maybe. No, no, because that the like, the, well, because of what the, he said to her, the comments that were that made while they were captured, yeah. that they had, that they never discussed we're about, like Negan. we're all, oh, we're, we're all Negan. Negan. Yeah, good, that good. it was the ghost story mm. that Daryl was talking about uh, two episodes ago at when they made this whole deal to go kill them all in the first place. Good point. Negan might not even exist. Good point, Joe, and that's a good <laughs> final word. Everybody... So, uh, oh, wait, no, no, no. Uh, What's up, Joe? There was a, there was a uh, scene in the episode at the beginning when Carol sits down on the porch next to Daryl and they share that cigarette and mm -hmm. they talk about uh, killing the people in the burnt forest. When Carol gets up to leave, they do something strange with the camera and they do this weird fade out, uh, like blurry vision. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they like pin it down to like they the middle of the screen. Things, and like, yeah. was that a little bit of like, a, uh, uh, Carol's going to be leaving at the end of this episode? Like, it I just, don't know. Good, good. It seemed very strange when she got up and walked out, away. They so blurred it out. Good. It was like a strange it happened a transition times. shot that I mm -hmm. thought it was worth mentioning. Good one. Yeah. Good one. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We really appreciate it. Uh, have a good night. Let's see, what do we got? Thank you, for, thank you for joining us. We will be back next week to talk about the final two episodes of the second to last episode, the penultimate episode of season six of The Walking Dead. Thank you to everyone that joined us. If you haven't already and you enjoyed this video, please hit that subscribe button. Please hit the like button. Share with a friend. Thank you to everybody in the chat, everyone that called in, everyone that shared your thoughts in this episode. Please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. If you're interested, you can always subscribe, uh, subscribe to the channel if you haven't, like the video, share it with a friend, and we will be back next week. You can follow Joe on Twitter at I Got Issues, or follow me at I Got Issues, man. Follow Joe at, uh, at Dirty Locks. Sorry, caller, the phones are off for the evening. Oh, oh no. Oh, sorry. We will be back next time. Goodbye, everybody.